Those two dudes are on a date, and each of them thinks they're with a hot chick. One of them is Clint. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. My name's Luke Rudowski here of the best politicalshow.com, as of course we are going to be going live for the next two hours talking about all the latest news developing right now, as of course there's a lot to get into, as of course the border Israel-Ukraine funding bill is officially done. There was 150 Chinese nationals caught entering the United States illegally. What's going on there? As of course there's still so much news surrounding American geopolitical updates with Israel in the Middle East, as of course there's a new drone bombing to counter the drone bombings, to counter the upcoming next drone bombings, as of course the cycle will of course be repeating itself, as there's a lot of chaos, even according to the United Nations. But is it chaos or is it a reckoning? Well, we're going to be talking about that, plus a lot more, all for the next two hours. Make sure to share this broadcast with your friends and family members, as it's really you guys participating with this independent media broadcast, getting it out there, copying the link, sending it to your friends, sending it to your neighbors, sending it to a random person in the grocery store. I don't care who it is. It's you guys getting these videos out there that truly does make the biggest difference. We just started to do these podcasts, and the numbers are incredible. They're incredible because of of you as of course you guys get to also participate in the conversation and one way you guys get to do that is of course through lukeunfiltered.com you could sign up right now for less than eight dollars a month and then by doing so you get the ability to call into the show be a part of the broadcast show us and ask us whatever you want especially when we go to rumble and uh, the questions that you guys were asking so far have been incredible they've been really a great part of this show and sign up right now on lukeunfiltered.com. Josh, if you're watching, make sure to put it in the links just so people know where to sign up. Another way for you guys to participate is, of course, through Rumble Rants or Super Chats or, as we prefer, mysuperchat.com, a service that allows just a 3% service charge and your text and your questions and your comments to actually appear on screen. Josh, if you're watching, also, let's put that in the comment section down below as, of course, we are going to have a very fun two-hour conversation here on the bestpoliticalshow.com. Joined today by the one and only Joey B. Jones. Joey. I, I got to apologize if I seem a little out of it. I just got back from the Orlando Megacon, and I'm telling you, I, I'm so traumatized. I mean, I had a great time, but there was a lot of furries in that place. I was just going to say the furries Dude. got to Joey. You took the joke right out of me, and I... And I, I do we want to know what they did to you? Dude, I mean, you came back. You came back here with feathers everywhere. Yeah, There's yeah. feathers in the guest room right now and in the bathroom. I don't want to know. <laughs> Listen, we're, it's, this is not a judgmental place here, Joey. My feel, backpack feel, is ripped apart. I, I under my booth. I think there was one under my booth gnawing at my backpack the whole time. One followed me to my car. I was stuck in an elevator with it. I mean that's trauma. I don't ever want to experience that again. I, you gotta, you gotta. Clint, why did you do that? You gotta give people the personal space here. Why are you following people to their cars, Clint? I, yeah, I just like yourself. You? I just like that he refers to it as it. That isn't it. You gotta wonder how many of those people are White House interns. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I, yeah. at least they draw the line at human pups on leashes. You know what I mean? I'm glad that they had some kind of standards. I think they they only allow those at the World Economic Forum. 
And uh, yeah, lots of yeah. Uh, crazy things happening behind the scenes there. Or the Bohemian Grove, you know, they get they yeah. get pretty wild. Or 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 any kind of private island that you know that powerful people go to. We're, we'll get into all Yikes. of that. But but Joey has a really funny uh, YouTube channel. Definitely go check him out. So it's it's really fun to have him here in studio. Clint. Okay. Yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's he's, all right. he's okay, too. I'm here, but I'm usually here, so it's no big deal. Uh, Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown, co-host of Tower Gang, which you should not subscribe to, and uh, co-host of The Best Political Show, which you absolutely should pick up your phone and go to your RSS, your little podcatcher action, type in Liberty Lockdown, type in The Best Political Show, hit subscribe, subscribe, and then download the entire catalog and never miss an episode. It's very important that you do so because that's the best way that you never miss a show. And as you can tell... Uh, being on YouTube, not so friendly. So it's important that you guys are able to continue to find us if the censors ever come come a, come a knocking. Steph's on the buttons. And this is Steph. We are change here on the buttons. Steph's ready to push all the buttons today. As of course, there's a lot of different things to get into. As of course, the breaking story right now is that the official border bill. That wasn't really a border bill, but the official $118 billion border bill is now officially kaput. It is officially done, as a lot of people are kind of scratching their heads, asking themselves, why in the world were we introduced to this in the frickin' first place? As it does seem like people have had enough. People are fed up. People are sick of what's going on. The status quo of what used to be able to pass for the American people to be, go along with it no longer stands. As Some people are saying that there is a kind of renaissance. There is a kind of evolution happening right now showing a priority for an America first political ideology that is kind of making its way through all the corrupted bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., as, of course, even the bill to, to fund Israel also turned down. What is happening here? Is, are the American people waking up or are we just uh, pissed off and dissatisfied at everything? What do you guys think is going on here? I think we're waking up, man. Uh, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter X is uh, Oilfield Rando. And what he does is as soon as a new bill drops, he dives in. And this is not like some lawyer or anything, to the best of my knowledge. He's just a dude who works in oil fields. But on his spare time, he actually reads the bills. He finds the worst parts, and then he puts them out to the public. I honestly believe if, if we had had an open conversation uh, platform like we do right now during the times that the Patriot Act was being pushed, there's a decent chance that we could have avoided that disaster. So uh, there's something to be said for, for being able to tell the truth in real time. I think it's really put a, uh, a wrench in there their wheels yeah mitch mcconnell the uh, turtle old man and uh, chuck schumer and joe biden really aren't happy no as well as the military industrial complex they're really not happy as of course they're not getting their pound of flesh they're not getting billions of dollars to continue and prolong their freaking wars and th there absolutely needs to be something done with the border that doesn't include giving the majority of that money to the military industrial complex in order to continue the, the horrible wars that are going on right now in the middle east and inside of europe is that too hard to ask for as, of course, we have this latest article also from the Daily Mail describing how allegedly more than 150 Chinese nationals entered the United States illegally into the United States every day. This is according to CPP figures, according to, to the, the government's own statistics here, 
That's a lot of people, as some people are having their own kind of theories about what's happening here. As uh, Clint, you spent some time uh, interviewing or, or listening to uh, Mr. Weinstein talk about this recently, right? No, I, I interviewed Chris Martinson, who was also in the Darien Gap with uh, Mr. Weinstein. So he was he was there firsthand, uh, had him on Liberty Lockdown yesterday. That episode's absolutely insane. I couldn't even put it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's there's something major happening that we're not supposed to be talking about. Uh, there, there's uh, there's a lot that we can't put on YouTube. Exactly. So, so it's no longer saying much. Yeah. But uh, but this this one was like so wild. I knew instantaneously. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is there's just no chance. Most of my interviews, I feel like hesitant about posting on YouTube. But that one, I knew don't even try. Um, so which is why you ought to listen to it. But, a lot of people have different theories about sleeper cells. Uh, we're we're getting uh, news reports that now the Chinese nationals are making up the fact fastest growing faction of illegal border crossings into the United States. And a lot of people are kind of questioning what's really going on here. Why is this happening? As of course, some people are pointing to maybe even the larger possibility of a full all out conflict between the East and the West. And this being kind of the first steps and sleeper cells and all this other stuff. Is that too far fetched to think or is it uh, a reality in our modern day discourse as, um, you know, facts and fiction are, are becoming blurred more than ever? Yeah, well, my, my you know, I'm from San Diego originally and and most of my family still lives there. My mom actually called me after listening to the interview uh, with Mr. Martinson, and she says, uh, Clint, I, I just wanted you to know there is also a, a large camp right off the I-8, which is down pretty close to the border in San Diego. And she, this is anecdotal. This is her firsthand account, so I can't confirm any of this. But she was saying, uh, yeah, there's there's a ton of Chinese migrants that are in these encampments. And uh, you know whether or not it's enough to actually constitute a, a invasion for military purposes. I don't think it's that, but I do think it's enough that you could have these, you know, as Brett Weinstein called it, uh, sleepwalker cells because they're they're walking across the border and we don't have any clue as to what their intentions are. And as of now, the Biden administration seems to be uh, not just allowing it, but actually assisting with that process as the United Nations is receiving funding from U.S. taxpayer dollars to then assist these migrants in that crossing. I think it's very dangerous, but I'm curious if you've paid attention to any of this insanity or not. I'm just wondering why people want to come here so bad. Have you seen what's going on <laughs> in South Beach right now? I mean, I, <laughs> there's someone defecating under a red light right now, a diaper's <laughs> dropping on somebody's windshield. We have that video. I, that video is going to be played on I, Rumble, by I the way. I knew it. Yep, yeah. That, yep, that it, was me. I took that video. And, th and this, this is the best spot in America left, and that's yeah. what he's talking well, about. Well, I'm just trying to get everybody to not to stop coming over I pretty agree. much. So we have to start putting like a brochure out there and just show the worst that we got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bring yeah. them to Harlem. Let, let, let's bring them to, to uh, what's that other uh, neighborhood Brownsville. there? Brownsville. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, let's, let's, let's do a, let's do a travel agency commercial. Yeah, enough with the yeah. Disney videos, brochure videos and all. Let's just show what's really going on yep. in the streets right now. Bring them to Kentucky. Show, show them the trailer parks. Let's show them what we really got here. Don't let, do that to uh, Thomas Massey. Come on. Kentucky's not so bad. I think Kentucky's like the fattest state in all of the yeah, union. Probably is. There's a lot of diabetes there. There's a lot yeah. of diabetes just just in general in the United States. As of course, a lot of people have their own kind of theories about what's going on here. As of course, the people crossing over into the United States look like fit fighting age males. You look at Americans, they're pudgy and fat, and and they have freaking. 
all these medical disorders. And, and you, you kind of got to start wondering uh, with all these DEI efforts, with, with all these other kind of policies implemented by the Biden administration, with more and more taxes, with the dollar, of, uh, with the purchasing power of the dollar going down. Is there a larger kind of conspiracy unfolding here? Because otherwise, I don't understand what's really going on here. It makes no sense at all to keep the border wide open, to have the Biden administration fight for this, and then to have the FBI at the same time kind of warn, hey, uh, there's going to be some significant trouble here. Also a part of the same administration saying, yeah, just come on and bring it in into the United States. Now, will it be Chinese? Will it be Russian? Will it be Iranian? Will it be Hutsi? Who knows? But but literally tracking, tracing, and databasing anyone who wants to come here legally and then doing the exact opposite of that for people who just want to walk in, it, it's kind of freaking crazy, especially when they walk in without identification, especially when they're given special vouchers and, and said, hey, you get a free flight out of here to New York. You get to go to Chicago. You get to go to Boston. You get to go to San Francisco. Here's a free ticket. The TSA won't even ask you for your identification, as, of course, we have to deal with real ID here in the United States, as, of course, the, the system is being updated to the point where if you don't have a federally tracked and connected identification, you won't be able to travel soon. But but you're an illegal, illegal migrant. Do what the hell you want. They, I mean, if my ID is expired, I can't fly. If, uh, if I go through TSA and I have all of my paperwork in order, I still get a prostate exam going through there. But these, these migrants don't have to have anything. I just think it's, it's obvious. I mean, to, to look. I, I don't know who gets that kind of exam. Maybe you're, well, I you're asked, just, you're I asked just, for it. I asked it. for it. Got but it. I mean, makes sense. I just want to make sure I get my money's worth. So, um, look, <laughs> as to whether or not there's a conspiracy, clearly there is. Yeah, um, Clint gives out the blue gloves to them. He's like, hey, guys, I'm ready for you. I try, I try and act as sketchy as possible so that when I walk through the machine, they always go like, oh, dude, we got to pat this dude down. I'm like, yeah, you do. Um, that's, right. why, that's why I keep moving my chair over a little bit, you know. Oh, but yeah, the, the, I mean, whether or not there's a conspiracy, it's, it's crystal clear to me that there is one. I just don't know necessarily what the end goal is, who's, who's ultimately responsible for orchestrating it. Uh, it seems as if there's a lot of different players that are involved in, in it. And every time I scratch the surface, it seems like, oh, there's another layer. And it's like way scarier than the last. It's really concerning. But the good news is that if a single interview from Tucker Carlson to Vladimir Putin is enough to send the entire media apparatus into a tailspin, that means that their power structures are very much in jeopardy. And I think that that is a very good sign, despite the fact that everything seems hopeless. Uh, they seem hopeless, too. So we're not, we're not out of this yeah. yet. What's even scarier is the, is the next version of Joe Biden we might get if he gets elected. I feel like they're going to wheel him out in a wheelchair and have him communicate with a bell. <laughs> like uh, it's that guy from Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah, Salamanca. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they look alike. That's the Spanish uh, Joe Biden. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of meme makers making a lot of videos now. But I think we're we're already on a couple versions of of Joe Biden. I think we're on like version four, version yeah. five. Much different from the crime yeah. bill version, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's yeah. there's uh you know the the, the predator version. Right. There's the about one that. warning about predator version. There's the one that's in the shower with his daughter version. Oof. There's a lot of different versions of Joe Biden out there there's and, there's uh, the there's the racist version of joe biden and then there's also the guy who says that white supremacy is the biggest danger joe biden it's it's fascinating it's like he he's uh, he's warning us about him 
Oh yeah, uh, like the segregation stuff that he was talking about before was uh, pretty eye-opening, to to say the least. Of course, he just came out and actually made somewhat of a coherent statement just a couple minutes ago as he's really not happy that Ukraine is not getting their money in an American border bill with the majority of the money that was supposed to go to them. As, of course, he just had this to say to the American public. You're messing with my stock options. Two other important priorities. First provides urgent funding for Ukraine. I'm wearing my Ukraine tie, my Ukraine pin, which I've been wearing because they're, they're in dire straits right now defending themselves against a Russian onslaught. A brutal conquest. The clock is ticking. Every week, every month that passes without new aid Ukraine means fewer artillery shells, fewer defense air, air defense systems, fewer tools for Ukraine to defend itself against this Russian onslaught. Just what Putin wants. Can we just give this old guy a nap already for frick's sakes and for him to come out and now describe a situation with Ukraine in dire straits just because they didn't get $60 billion? I mean, how dependent is Ukraine on America? How dependent is Ukraine and its future and its safety dependent on the American taxpayer? And I think the larger question that should be asked here why is it dependent? Why is it in such a dire strait right now? And that's predominantly because the United States prolonged this conflict, made sure that Ukraine stopped any possibilities of negotiations and peace deals here. And now Ukraine is saying, hey, uh, you made us do all of this. At least give us some money here. And uh, overall, Congress and the Senate said, nope. Not happening here, and it also didn't happen to Israel, which is another big deal, as, of course, the House had a bill specifically to give Israel $17.6 billion to Israel. Of course, some of that money would have also gone to Palestine, and the House voted, no, no, we're not, we're not doing this. And uh, for the first time in a very long time, the United States said uh, no aid to Israel, as a lot of people are saying that these are policies that are kind of shocking, kind of surprising, and highlight more of an America first mentality that I think is becoming more and more popular. Is that true? Uh, Well, I don't think it's reflective of an America first policy as much as it is the American people being America first at this point because they're financially drowning. And, and when they heard about this bill, they reacted in absolute outrage, as they should. I think also the, the Democrats are feeling a lot of pressure because almost their, the entirety of their constituency uh, perceives uh, the Gazans to be the victims at this point. Um, so I think that it's just become politically untenable. The, the thing that surprised me was not that the border bill got shut, shut down, because I, I thought that that was a joke and it was really insulting. But when they, when they actually went for the standalone funding for Israel and that didn't pass, that's an earth-shattering moment that I did not see coming. So there is, there is a, a change brewing here. I definitely feel like that's the case as well as it's it's just fascinating to to see this kind of larger shift here. And I I do think the larger kind of factor here is the American people going to the supermarket, trying to buy their groceries, trying to just pay their rent, pay their utilities, pay their energy bills, and then uh, looking at the bills and be like, 
this is this is this is crazy. This is insane. Just how much everything is becoming so much more expensive in the matter of days. It, it used to be just years that we saw big price differences. You look at the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar, even just a few years ago, it is significantly different. You look at it a couple decades ago, it just doesn't make sense at all. You used to get a whole prime rib steak at a nice restaurant for like $5 a couple decades ago. Now it's like 50 bucks minimum. And it's it's not, it's not, it, people think, oh, you know, everything's becoming more expensive. No, the, the cost of your money is becoming less worthwhile. It's becoming less valuable. And I, I think this is the, the big kind of wake up call that a lot of people are having under democratic leadership. You, you can't live. You, it, you can't survive. It's insane. I mean, you go to the grocery store, you fill up the cart, it's $300. Oh, if you yeah, fill up the cart, it's going to be way more than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what these people who, like you said, to talk about the obesity problem in America. I mean, I feel like they're going to have to start widening the aisles at some point. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, I don't know how those people are making a living or, or filling their carts. I mean, they need three different carts, I guess. I don't I don't know, man. But well, it, food stamps, I think, for many of them, it's. It's crazy, it's but, the, but, but then they get a free uh, extra seat on Southwest, so it's all good. I right, mean, right, <laughs> yeah. It's it really is brutal out here. Like just just every like I get groceries once a week because I'm single dude. I don't need to get a lot, and I want to get fresh stuff. It's 175 bucks for a week, just for a week. That's that, that used That's to be cheap. my that. Well, I know, but that used to be my monthly. You know, it's it's really brutal, well, and you, you people, know, people are suffering. You know, it's crazy. It's like I was talking to my friend the other day, and I think it, you know, because I'm on the East Coast now, back on the East Coast. But I, you talk to people that live in LA. You know, I got a friend that lives out there, studio apartment. You know, he he probably makes uh, over a hundred grand, hundred fifty grand, and, he, and he's got a mattress in a studio apartment. You know, and he's a guy shooting up heroin behind by, in the parking lot. I mean, like, what do you what are you getting for the? I mean, at one point, you'd be rich with that kind of money. Not that long ago. In the nineties, you would have yeah. been legitimately rich with yeah. 150 grand. Now you're a year. just getting by with that. That's just that, that's a requirement to just exist in that that's place. That's the poverty level in Oof. LA is 150 grand annually. That's that's about twelve grand a month, and you're barely able to survive. It, this is all a product of monetary policy. I know it's very boring to talk about, but it's the truth. Yeah. The reason you're suffering is because they printed trillions of dollars. And it, you know, it's funny when you talk to some of those people that live in those blue states, It's and you tell them what you could get in some of the red states. I mean, you know, like you talk about Florida, the Carolinas or whatever. It's like they don't even understand what the what you can get with the amount of money that they're spending you could get five or six of those houses that yep. they, they're spending and and they'll, and they'll tell you they go well there's got to be something wrong with the area or something and it's like no it's like it's just they cannot grasp that they're being completely robbed and ripped off yep. it's like they just can't admit it and it's right in front of them i i, well, I don't understand I mean, it. it particularly when you see that there was a recall election against gavin newsom and, right. he, and he won by 70%. It's like, not only can they not see it, but they're actually voting for it. And that's the only reason I left California is because as soon as I realized that, like, all right, we're doomed. Yeah. Like these people, not only do they, do they not mind how horrific the circumstances and the conditions of the state are, but they actually want it. Well, this goes all the Wild. way back to the, with the New, New Orleans, all the way back with the, with the uh, what was it, the Hurricane Katrina. And, and they voted for that guy who left the buses underwater. I mean, it's like they, they re-elected that same guy. I mean, it's just, they're just conditioned to just vote for the dummies over and over and over. Yeah. But it takes a dummy to recognize a dummy and to support a dummy, though. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, if you think about it, it's like if you take take some 
some of the most degenerate rap that's out here right now, right? There's like, a lot of it. Okay, so yeah. who do you think's following that? Who's who's identifying with that? Stupid people like them, degenerates <laughs> like them, people people that that get off on that message or they relate to that message. You know what I mean? So it's like there, there's a market for those kind of people, and the, and these guys like Newsom and all the all these politicians on there, they know that we know, but we're irrelevant. There's because there's enough dummies out there to support them, and that's why they're so out in the open about it. Yeah, there's a lot of white rappers out there, and yeah, they're, there are. They're, they're they're the worst, right? Right, Clint? <laughs> I can't yeah. stand them. It's like seeing a dude with dreads, you know, in Jamaica, but he's a white dude. It's like, oh god, I can't get these people out of here. Uh, by the way, my new mixtape's dropping next week. Check it out. Yeah, Clint's a white rapper. But, uh, <laughs> I gotta hear that's this. A different story. Uh, we do have some uh, super chats, and we appreciate all the super chats that we are getting. We got one from Andrew G Comedy saying, "If you're a fan of comedy and free speech, check out my comedy, Andrew G Comedy, on YouTube and Instagram." Thank you, Andrew, for that. MySuperChat.com. We got a rumble rant from. And son us saying, I'm just here to give you money. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. I'll take some of that, please. These difficult time. Hibiscus Hibiscus says on vote day, TDS Clint will choose to help the Dems. Will you help out the Dems, Clint, the vice president on the Libertarian Party? Look, if the GOP puts up a candidate that is actually going to be good for America, you won't have to worry about the Libertarian Party. The, The real problem is that a guy like Donald Trump allowed for this country to get locked down. He, uh, despite the fact that Tim Pool wants to move on, as Luke <laughs> elucidated, it's very important. To, uh, Trump has not been held to account for that. He continues to surround himself with some of the worst people in, in the country. Uh, he continues to say that the Israel lobby ought to have more power over our political establishment. If you have if you have issues with, if you think that the Libertarian Party is a threat to you, well, then hold your candidates to a higher standard and make sure that they can't lose. There's actually some uh, interesting uh, Israel news also coming in today from the Daily Mail with Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, coming out and literally declaring, no more Mr. Nice Guy, as he just met with Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel after Hamas proposed a ceasefire and tensions between the Biden administration and Israel don't seem uh, too good. As, of course, Joe Biden's asking everyone to give money to Ukraine I don't think he said much about Israel, not that I've seen personally myself, as there's other reports of Joe Biden even coming out and describing the Israeli prime minister as a, quote, bad effing guy. What do you guys make of this kind of tumultuous relationship with Benjamin Netanyahu and almost everyone? If you look at Donald Trump, him and Netanyahu aren't getting along. If you look at Biden... He's not getting along with Benjamin Netanyahu as well, as a lot of people are now kind of describing a political situation in Israel where there's a lot of people that also don't like Benjamin Netanyahu as well, and that after this war is over, that his political position in power will finally be over. This, as some people like myself are speculating, that it might be in his interest to kind of prolong this war, and this could be why Anthony Blinken is saying what he's saying right now on the world stage, openly declaring... No more Mr. Nice Guy. So what's really happening behind the scenes? As, of course, a lot of people criticize the Biden administration for being too favorable to Israel. Some people criticize him for for being not favorable enough to Israel. What do you guys think is going on? I I think Biden belongs in an armchair, you know, watch with a TV dinner in front of him, falling asleep to John Wayne movies. You know, I think it's elder abuse what's happened to this guy. I feel like his whole presidency is just reciting John Wayne quotes. Absolutely. I mean, it is. True international pressure. Is that a John Wayne quote? 
I don't, I don't remember that one. Look, I, I think that the truth is that Netanyahu is insufferable. I think he's a terrible human being. And, and I think that's why you're hearing this, even from a bipartisan stance, everyone's like, I can't stand this dude. But the reality is, I think the reason that the Biden administration doesn't like Netanyahu is because they very much want to be ramping up for a war against Russia. And Israel is dragging us into a war with Iran. And I don't think that they actually want to go that direction. It's quite clear that our State Department has trying, has been trying to foment a hot war with Russia for about a decade now. Yeah, and it's not very convenient for the Democrats. The Democrats always usually kind of want a war with Russia. The Republicans always kind of want a war with Iran, with Iran <laughs> and, and, and then the Middle East. If it's yep. not Iran, it was going to be, of course, uh, Iraq. It was going to be Syria. It was going to be Libya. It was going to be Afghanistan. A lot of conflicts that, of course, were spearheaded by Republicans. And uh, it's it's interesting that of course you have the, the these kind of wings of the same neoconservative war hawk that of course beat the same drum but just in different locations and, and have different priorities set up Man, for themselves. It's terrible. Did you did you watch that whole uh, Dan Rather Saddam Hussein interview? I watched all thirty minutes of it. Was that not just unbelievable? Yeah, I, I tweeted it out after Kim dot com highlighted the video. You can see it on my Twitter right now. But I remember uh, I, I was you know hitting the gym and I. And I, I was just like, I want to listen to this. I want to see what Saddam Hussein had to say before the United States invaded Iraq, took him captive, and literally hung him uh, for the whole world to see, creating, of course, massive sectarian violence, creating a vacuum of power, creating a situation that empowered Iran and created ISIS um, and uh, global jihadism. I was like... Let's let's see what he had to say before he was uh, essentially captured and taken out. And everything he said hit the nail on the head with just how wrong the U.S. empire was when it came to, of course, attacking him, getting him out of power and creating this very horrible situation that the world overpaid such a huge price for. There's an estimated million plus Iraqis that died. So much more global chaos, so much more global terrorism that would have not happened if the United States didn't arbitrarily say, you know what, Saddam? We're just going to take you out, buddy, because you have weapons of mass destruction, which, of course, he never had. And then this video, you could see him be like, hey, I don't got him. I don't have the weapons of mass destruction. Uh, and, and Dan rather being like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, and mind you, that the, the reason that that war came to pass was because of the Project for a New American Century, the neoconservatives that took over our political establishment under the George Bush administration, as well as the clean break doctrine that was essentially going to foment uh, the worst elements of Islam throughout the Middle East so that they would not be a threat to Israel. Oops, that didn't exactly work out now, did it? So I, I want nothing to do with a hot war with Russia. I don't even want a cold war with Russia. The, we are being ruled by some of the craziest, most deranged and corrupt human beings that have ever walked the earth. And well, I don't know how people are still putting we're, up. We're, we're in a proxy war with Russia. Some people say we are already involved in a hot war. Some people say that there's another war happening that is a global world war that we don't even realize is happening yet. As, of course, if you look at history, a lot of people who are in it don't realize the kind of larger significance of the part of history that they're in. I want to play a, a little bit of this kind of Saddam Hussein uh, segment here. As, of course, I, I thought it was absolutely fascinating to watch all as, of course, everyone is, is awaiting the larger Tucker Carlson interview that soon is going to be dropping in less than 24 hours. Here's a little, little segment that I thought was interesting. I am proud to have been born fearing God. And I have taught my children the value of history and the extreme importance of Iman, of our heritage, that we must maintain the honor of nationalism 
and pan-Arabism. We do not change our position. Our position is basic. We have been born in Iraq. This is part of a glorious nation, a great Arab nation, and we have lived here. That is why, talking about asylum, whoever decides to forsake his nation is not true to the principles. We will die here in Iraq. We will die in this country, and we will maintain our honor, the honor that is required of our people. I believe that whoever offers Saddam asylum in his own country is in fact a person without morals, because he will be directing an insult to the Iraqi people. This says Dan Rather asked him directly if he would take asylum, if he would leave his position of power. He, of course, said uh, no. Uh, the people voted for me. And, of course, uh, there's there's a lot of, lot of things to say about uh, autocrats, especially in the Middle East, especially with how the United States financed a lot of them, especially with how the United States literally gave chemical weapons to Iraq in order to fight the Iranians that they were also secretly arming at the same time. The United States has a long history of throwing a lot of weapons, of, of creating a lot of turmoil, creating a lot of problems, and then uh, conveniently having the right solution for the people in the Middle East. And when, when we look at the, the, the Iraq war, there should be a lot of learning lessons from that time period. There should be a lot of people held accountable for lying to us. The New York Times shouldn't be a reputable institution, as, of course, this was the news organization that took the government's lies and regurgitated it to you, saying, hey, we got to go after these people. They're connected with Mr. Bin Laden, or as uh, some people call him, Tim Osman in the intelligence community. But but when, when we see this interview, I, I see Dan Rather coming from a position of absolutely being gaslit by the federal government, by the corporate media that lied through their teeth about all the justifications when it came to excusing this war. They brought up Osama Bin Laden. They're like, You're, are you okay with Osama Bin Laden? And Saddam's like, uh, no. Like, so like, he says, we're we, we have no relationship with him whatsoever. Yeah. And then, and then, and then uh, Dan Rather keeps bringing it up again and again and again, which, which is telling, as, of course, the propaganda back then was that they were somehow tied to the events that happened in New York City in 2001, which, as we know, they weren't. Saudi Arabia was. The CIA was. Israel was. And a lot of other countries that, of course, were participating in a larger intelligence operation that, of course, still should be questioned to this particular day. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was extremely telling, especially as we're still all awaiting right now the interview from Tucker Carlson. Well, uh, an important takeaway from that interview, too, was that, well, because I'm going to speak favorably about that interview, oftentimes people will then misattribute to me some sort of positive uh, sensation about Saddam Hussein. They're going to do the same thing when it comes to the Vladimir Putin interview. It doesn't change the fact that sometimes bad people tell the truth. And that interview is a fantastic example of a man who is not a good human being who is telling the effing truth. He was telling the truth about all of it. If you watch it, you can fact check it in hindsight now, and you can see that everything he says there, to the best of my knowledge, and, and I've done a lot of research on this, was 100% accurate and that this was a war of aggression. And mind you, as Dan Rather is sitting there asking him these questions, the, you have the UK, the, you have the British military, and you have the American military that are already on his border preparing to invade. It was honestly, in hindsight, a really courageous interview. He's like, Dan Rather even ends, ends it by saying, do you think that this may be the last time we speak? Are you afraid of being captured? You know, like he's basically implying that you're going to be taken out. Are you ready for that inevitability? And and Saddam sits there defiant. And I think this is, you know, like Putin or hate him, 
he shares that type of mentality. And I do not think he's going to flee Russia, no matter the pressure that you apply. And because he's sitting on 6,000 nuclear warheads, we need to take that very seriously. This is not Iraq. This is not Saddam Hussein. This is a major military with a major uh, nuclear arsenal. And Iran is is similarly uh, daunting. So we got to avoid all of this stuff. Yeah, Saddam was an autocrat. If you look at what he did to the minority populations in Iraq, it was absolutely horrible. Exactly. You look at what his sons did uh, to a lot of uh, poor people in their country. It, it's absolutely horrible. But at the same time, let's let's argue things from a correct perspective. Looking back at, at the situation. It, the Iraqi people are way worse off, especially when it came to the massive amount of life loss that happened as a result of him being taken out, of and, him being hung. And, and the, the amount of pain and suffering that was caused globally because of that yeah. was extremely telling. So for, for the United States to say, we got to get rid of the Iranian leadership, we've got to get rid of the, the Russian leadership, you're going to be creating a, the same exact situation like you did in Iraq, but times two, times 10, times many times over, that's going to be far more devastating, especially if it's in Russia. Well, and think about the consequences too. The Patriot Act, the the whole uh, you know TSA apparatus, like the, the entire American way of life shifted in a terrible way because of that war, because of that conflict that was predicated off of lies. Then you add on top of that, at the time, I think our national debt was maybe six or seven trillion. It sits at 34 trillion today, the inflationary pressure that we're dealing with because of this, this, these decades of endless wars based off of lies and unconstitutional, undeclared. I mean, this is, this is all avoidable stuff. And, and it seems as if we're gearing up for for the like the ultimate war and it's like we can't afford it i don't think we can win it i don't think we should be in it i don't think that we're in the moral right i mean there's just no reason to be going along with this someone in the youtube chat said for saddam to be able to keep the turks sunnis and shiites coexisting in the same country was a feat of amazement and it was and as soon as he was gone there was a lot of sectarian violence there was a lot of chaos and the united states knew what they were doing as of course dick cheney even came out in the 1990s after the baby incubator story and, and said specifically, we're not going to be taking out Saddam because when we do, this is going to create a lot of chaos. So when they did it again a couple of years later, uh, when Dick Cheney was the vice president, when he was with Halliburton, when he was getting paid on top of being paid by the U.S. government for his military contracts, he was like, yeah, take him out. Take him out right away and freaking hell. That led to so many problems and also why Iran is as powerful and as influential as they are right now because they didn't have Iraq there to, of course, counter them. Iraq now is a proxy of the United States and even as a proxy of the United States, they're saying, hey, can you guys stop bombing us? Can you guys stop trying to sow more chaos here by bombing and drone bombing all these individuals? As Of course, we have this latest article of the United States now allegedly taken out the commander that was blamed for the drone strikes that took out three American soldiers in Jordan. As, of course, explosions have been heard in Baghdad Wednesday night as new sources are coming out and saying that one of the heads of a Hezbollah operation in Syria was just taken out. And this is the United States now kind of patting itself on the back with U.S. military officials saying... We got him. We took him out. Now, is that the truth here? Is that what really happened here? As, of course, now I think it's fair to say that anything the United States says 
should be absolutely questioned in the Middle East. Is this just kind of a quick PR victory for them just so they can move on? Or is this something that is legitimate? What do you guys it's think? It's a good time for outcasts to reunite and do a bombs over Baghdad part <laughs> yes. two. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, Big well, Boy actually uh, follows me on, uh, oh, okay. on, oh, really? on Instagram. Dude, if we can get Big Boy in here, that'd be amazing. I was, I'm going to DM him and ask Send him, him to, 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 <laughs> come, to come on this particular show. As, of course, he, he uh, shared a lot of... Uh, very thought-provoking information throughout the last few years that was uh, pretty impressive for a lot of individuals in the mainline kind of corporate establishment to to speak out at that he sp- spoke out out against uh, previously beforehand. Yeah. Clint, but Clint, Clint Russell, big boy uh, duet dropping shortly. It's going to be amazing. Um, look, I, I don't I, honestly. I have no idea if it, if they're telling the truth about taking out the guy that was responsible for the drone strike that 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 killed uh, three of our you know servicemen, but. I think it's actually a really good sign that that they're even if they are lying that they're reporting this because it might mean that they're looking for an off ramp to to stop with further escalation with Iran because if they can say, look, we took out the guy responsible, let's uh, let's calm things down here. I think that's that's hopeful at least. Yeah, let's let's call this a day. Let's just say we we got them, and then we can move on to exactly. of course trying to start a war with Russia. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. let's let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from. And I think that's legitimately the policy of the Democratic uh, establishment here because it's not Joe Biden calling the shots here. Joe Biden, for frick's sake, can't even make coherent statements most of the freaking time. This is this is the video that we had lined up to play yesterday. But I want to play it now just to kind of highlight the mentality of a man that our commander in chief that literally mixed up the American people with, with Hamas. There is some movement and I don't want to I don't want to well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the. Uh, the, the, there's been a response Time's from speed. the opposition. What does he sound like when he's but, drunk? Um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Yeah, that guy's not in charge. Wow. There's secret organizations behind them pulling the strings, calling the shots here. And the scary thing is we don't even know who they are. Well, some of us don't. The general public doesn't. As, of course, this is the lie that's sold to everyone. This is the commander in chief. This is this is the guy competent enough calling all the shots here. Yeah, freaking right. I don't believe that at all. No, man. He's definitely not in charge. But the the problem is that the the people that you're describing, the the people pulling his strings have really bad intentions. And uh, Victoria Newland and uh, the entire basically the entire State Department has has just totally gone against the the interests of the American people. And I don't know when, you know, the American people are going to say no more. We're not going to continue to fight for a government that is ultimately abusing us to the end of the earth. It's, It's sad. It's such a mockery, too, to have him up there. Like, it's almost like waving it in our face. Like, look how stupid you people are, you know, where you can have somebody on there that's absolutely incompetent. He's not, I mean, it is elder abuse and they know it. And they should all be arrested for, I mean, like, I mean, it's just the least of their crimes. The the least of their crimes. (laughs) But I mean, like, it's just insane how we got to this point. It's like, I just can't even wrap it around my brain. (laughs) How is it still even going on? I don't know. And there's people that watch 
him and they just they they actually they they applaud they i mean i i haven't i don't know anybody that really is a where i don't know where these people are well there's a bunch them, of but. fat white women behind him recently and he yeah. he jumbled he, he he messed up his his speech and he literally like mumbled and and the people behind him were like yeah that's incredible. Like, are, 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 those people should me? be studied. I mean, by <laughs> science, because I, I have you ever seen human behavior like that? No. Like I don't know what that's like. That that's like me just like drooling on the table right now, and you just well, go on with your day. You'd be concerned, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, you should be. Well, check this out. Uh, yeah. Adam, Adam Schiff, uh, who or is it Adam Schiff? I think it's Schiff. Uh, he he tweeted out today that that uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, or there's useful idiots, there's you know super useful idiots, and then there's Tucker Carlson. This is the same man that spent three years getting in front of every camera he could possibly get in front in front of. Mind you, he was in Congress in the uh, uh, I don't know if it was intelligence like platform or agency or whatever. He was he was allegedly he would have access to these to these confidential documents which proved out that Donald Trump had colluded with Russia, right? So he spends 3 years saying that. It turns out after a deep investigation, not true. Actually, you were lying through your teeth the entire time, but then he has the audacity to call uh, you know Tucker Carlson a useful idiot. These people have no shame. This is the whole reason I continue to hammer uh, the home hammer home the point that we ought to be investigating and prosecuting Anthony Fauci. The same reason that we ought to be investigating and pro prosecuting uh, Dick Cheney and George W. Bush. If you allow these criminals to get away with it, well, then the next iteration, the next generation does the same thing, but only worse and to a higher level. But whose responsibility, like specifically, is it to hold these people accountable? Is it like the, the only resting for, upon the, the, the people? The, the people voting for them, the people who no, but it's put like that's too office, late. Like once you vote, it's too late. Right. I'm saying like yeah. now, but okay, no, we the, voted. Here the they are. General. But there's going to be a bunch of fat white women that are going to be voting for Joe Biden. But for real right. though, like, I really want to know who's responsible. Women. It's the Attorney General yep. of the United States. Uh, okay, but, so who's that? But it's appointed by the president, so he's not going to appoint anybody that's going to go after all of the criminality. Okay, so that that rule doesn't make any sense. I agree with you. It doesn't. But uh, but here's the thing: Congress could appoint, or they can they can withhold funding. They can abolish the agencies responsible for the criminality. They can appoint a, a special counsel or or hearings to actually investigate this stuff. The same stuff they did with J six. We do this massive deep dive, this month line months long propaganda campaign where ABC's creative director is responsible for propagandizing the American people. But we can't get any semblance of an investigation into the gravest injustice in my life time in terms of lockdowns that's the that's the reality none of our representatives represent us that's the truth do, yeah. you, do you ever wonder why the asteroid keeps missing us <laughs> I, I i don't think that it wants to end up here <clears throat> <laughs> the oh, asteroid's God. gonna lose iq if it comes to the <laughs> united states and um on that note let's read some super chats as of course we have some norwegian guy saying joey Wahlberg in the house Yes, Joey Wahlberg. Yeah, Thank that, you so much for I'm for Donnie doing Wahlberg that. on Volume right now. <laughs> uh, you do kind of look like Donnie Wahlberg on Volume. <laughs> and sound like him, too. Hibiscus Hibiscus says, Clint, still crying about 2019, horrible, selfish man. I don't know what... What, what are you crying about? Yeah, why are you crying about 2019? You mean 2020? I, like, I, I don't think I've cried about 2019 at all. A Hardy on uh, Rumble says, My family is Polish, and we call each other Polak. What do you personally think of the word? And here's 10 bucks, heart. Thank you. Um, 
I don't think words have power when you give them power. I don't. I, I kind of don't care. Uh, it's, it's all right. It's, I'll do some Polish the jokes then, and we'll just let's let's let's, let's do it up. We'll do some, we'll do some okay. uh, Wahlberg <laughs> jokes, and uh, we'll get into it on Rumble. As of course, we now all await the Tucker Carlson interview that we just got official confirmation will be airing when tomorrow, oh. six p.m. Eastern, in. The United States on TuckerCarlson.com and of course Twitter, where Elon Musk personally promised to, of course, keep it up at all costs. This, as today we got the news that Tucker Carlson is facing possible sanctions and travel bans in Europe, with some politicians there really not happy with him, as of course he just made the Ukrainian kill list website. A website that some people say the CIA is involved in, some say is an independent website, but a website that other Russian personalities were on that were previously targeted and assassinated. There's other American personalities that are also on this Ukrainian kill list and essentially a list of individuals that the Ukrainian government really does not like. And we're going to be trying to give this government $60 billion as, of course, an American uh, journalist, an American citizen literally died in Ukrainian custody and the U.S. government didn't do anything about it. Are you freaking kidding me? Unless we have some real legitimate questions. Uh, how can we still finance a government that is literally pointing the finger, targeting and going after American citizens and journalists who, of course, don't regurgitate and repeat everything that the government wants them to repeat. This is absolutely crazy, as, of course, Ukraine is moving into more of an unconventional warfare state against Russia, its proxies, and whoever it sees allied to them, as now even just interviewing someone puts you on a hit list. That's just absolutely Whoa. crazy. And what happened to Gonzalo Lira needs to be rectified before we give any other red cent to Ukraine, in my opinion. Well, and one of my buddies, uh, Joshua Smith, who's running for president under the LP, he was on Timcast IRL two days ago. He says that he's been on the, the Ukrainian kill list for a couple months now, or maybe even a year. Um, so the fact that they would add Tucker Carlson to it doesn't surprise me. The fact, like, what's really galling about it is not even that the list exists, that we're funding a nation that has kill lists mm -hmm. that have American citizens on it. Like, mm -hmm. well, like can can we can we even differentiate between enemy and friend? Like it's it's absolutely incredible. No, it's 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 ridiculous. As of course <laughs> now everyone kind of awaits Tucker Carlson to somehow make it back to the United States. Somehow travel. Will he be impeded by, of course, border patrol, national security? Will the TSA give him? A Clint rubdown? <laughs> well, uh, I think time is going to, of course, tell us what's going to happen as we all await this massive kind of bombshell interview. As some people are making the point that they really do hope that Tucker Carlson held Putin's feet to the fire. I, I kind of hope he, he does that as, as, as a journalist, but I do hope more that he brings us information and news that has been denied to the people for larger contexts surrounding this conflict that could potentially end it. Again, media is incredibly powerful. It has the ability to stop wars. It has the ability to start them as well. Now, how will Tucker conduct himself is something that, of course, is going to be under the highest scrutiny here as a lot of people are already saying that this is going to be a softball interview. I don't, I don't think I don't think it is. But for, for, for him to face so much scrutiny, so much criticism uh, is it's kind of 
kind of highlighting some larger issues here that I think are worth thinking about. As of course, I posted a, a meme last night showing how a lot of people who are within the corporate establishment like Barbara Walters and uh, this Bilderberg member that we confronted many times beforehand. They believe how these people interviewing Putin is something that, of course, is journalism. And somehow Tucker Carlson doing it is treason. Someone decided to fix this by describing all the corporate journalists as propagandists and Tucker Carlson actually committing some real journalism here. But the reason that I think it's it's kind of considered treason-esque or, or related to treason is because we could potentially already be involved in a war. And uh, that is just absolutely scary and terrifying because if the system is, is reacting to it this way, this does highlight larger problems, larger issues that could already be happening right now that there's no going back from, as of course the history books that we will be reading from now on could be reading that this was already a time where war was started. Yeah, well, it's. I mean, this what what really disturbs me about it is like the same the same lectures that they're giving to us about the the potential of whatever this Tucker Carlson Putin interview might be. They're they're still they're already using you know mis and disinformation as the label. That's the same label that they used when it came to the COVID era. That's the same label that they used when it came to uh, the censorship that rolled out across social media. Um, and and in hindsight, what what do we know about how legitimate that mis and disinformation was? Well, oftentimes it was actually true. So I think that's that's my my gravest concern is that like this they've already tested these tools out. And I'm, I'm very concerned about what they're going to do over the next week when it comes to coverage of this interview. Uh, for those that don't know, it's not as if Vladimir Putin has been refusing to speak for the past two years. He has been willing to speak. It's the Western media that has been uh, told not to have any conversations with this guy. And I think that it's it's about time that the American people hear what he has to say. Every time he talks, you can actually get a sense of, of their position. And their position is not totally unfounded. So I think it's just very important to have a well-rounded understanding. We're talking about a, a war with a nuclear power. We need to know what we're getting ourselves into. It's, it's interesting to see this kind of discourse by the corporate media being like, he better hold his feet to the fire, as, as the, the corporate media literally does favorable treatment <laughs> to all of the individuals that, of course, they want to prop up. Yeah. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky, I don't think he was ever asked a hard, legitimate question, as, of course, this is a man that, that uh, we're investing a lot of money into. If there ever was an opportunity, if there ever was a chance to, to hold someone's feet to the fire, to hold them accountable, especially with even CBS. News reporting that nearly one third of all weapons go missing in Ukraine, a report that they later backtracked on themselves, but a report that a lot of insiders from Ukraine say is actually true. When, when, when this is happening to one of the most corrupted places on earth, the Ukrainian government, you would think there would be some legitimate questions. There isn't. There's this kind of fluffer-like activities from CNN when they recently did a little walk and talk with Vladimir Zelensky. As a human being, so many people look up to you. They rely on you. No one can imagine how hard that is. Do you do, you do anything for your to yourself? Are you ever able to take a minute to, to read or to listen to music or something to sort of give yourself that, a, a moment? I have such moments, important, to be in silence, to be alone. And early, early in the morning, 
when there are no sounds, sounds. No people, no, no, nobody. I mean, the people, people, our stuff. I mean, no, nobody is, is, is in my cabinet. Nobody. I can just read, think, think, and the music helps, really. What music do you like? Oh, I like ACDC. ACDC. I don't understand all the words <laughs> because of. But you like the music. So, yeah, I like energy. Maybe it's. It's too old, the music for... I understand, we're, we're the same, we're the same. <laughs> I love it. No, no, it's, it's important to have some, some, sometimes at six, seven in the morning, some, some trainings. Workout. Yes, workouts, or to do something with, uh, with, with music, with such music, which gives you energy for all the day. The video is a masterpiece, by the way. Look at the eye contact. Look at the facial expressions. You know she's 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 hot. And, she's hot, wild, and ready for some uh, Vladimir Zelensky. As of course, this is the same woman criticizing Tucker Carlson for interviewing freaking Vladimir Putin. These are the people that are lecturing us about proper journalism it's absolutely freaking wow. ridiculous and shouts out to at max evans ump for creating this video and of course uh, editing it so people saw the different kind of facial expressions here the tonalities the everything here was just perfectly represented when it comes comes to of course the corporate media's coverage of the ukrainian war and how they decide to handle it again this is not the time to, of course, cheerlead and to puppeteer and to, of course, prop up individuals. This is the time to question them more than ever since there's a lot at stake here. There's a lot of things that this man is responsible for, including a possible scenario and situation that could very easily involve us in the next global world war between Russia. This is the time where you sit with the man and, and you go through everything. Let's, let's get into the corruption. Let's make sure that we're doing this right. Let's make sure that we're not making any mistakes here. Nope. How do you relax? What's your favorite music? Are you freaking kidding me? Well, That's not journalism. That's soft core adult content that should be banned <laughs> for small children all throughout the United well, States. I'm not surprised that he's a big fan of ACDC. That should be age-restricted immediately. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not at all surprised <laughs> that he's a fan of ACDC because every journalist that's interviewed him over the past two years has been thunderstruck. Uh, look... It, I leave the jokes to me, pal. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when but, do we get to the Polish jokes? Can we? Well, okay, three, minutes. Okay. three minutes. But the the issue is, and, that, and, and are, are you Irish? A little bit. Oh, I got some Irish jokes for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Clint. Uh, well, I don't even know what I was going to say now. Sorry. There's <laughs> this uh, sheep herder uh, Irish joke that I got in trouble on Timcast for that I will tell you guys on rumble.com forward slash we are change where of course we're going to be soon moving over and continuing the conversation. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It, it, had you actually had any legitimate journalists that, that went over there and spoke to Zelensky, they might have actually inquired about his bombing campaign against the Donbass for six years so that then you could have actually had the American people understanding this is much more complex than the narrative that you've been force fed and if we understood that perhaps we would have encouraged the Ukrainian to go to the negotiating table earlier so that they weren't in such dire uh, straits. But we didn't do that because we had no actual journalists that were doing their effing jobs. And now, uh, you know, half of Ukraine is, is vanished from the earth. It's absolutely tragic. But this is, this is why journalism is so important and why, uh, contrary to their proclamations, Tucker Carlson is, in fact, a hero.
I, I think this is going to be a, a very big, big moment that, of course, we're going to be paying very close attention to. I think everyone is going to be tuning in on TuckerCarlson.com and on Twitter to make sure that they could hear and see what I, I think a lot of people are, are afraid of, of getting out to, to the general public. This is going to be a, a very, very big moment. And uh, I, I think this is something that, that truly is going to test the limits of the intelligentsia, of the deep state, of the powers that be, as, of course, they're, they're, they might strike back. And if they do, what's going to be the response of, of everyone else? There's some people speculating that there might even be a cyber attack that's going to make sure that this interview is not going to be seen. Now, of course, that's kind of far-fetched. I don't think that's going to happen. But for the conversation to be centered around this right now just shows you how big of stakes are involved here. As, of course, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of PR. There's a lot of predictive programming specifically meant for you to be someone that is okay with war. The people need to be taught, need to be programmed, need to be propagandized for war. And all of that could be unwinded very quickly with the truth. Will Tucker Carlson provide us the truth? Will he hold Putin's feet to the fire? Well, we're all going to see tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, when the interview comes out, as, of course, we're going to be covering it as best as we can here on this independent media organization that on YouTube has to stifle itself, as, of course, now we are going to be going over to rumble.com forward slash VR change and continue. Before we go there, I just want to say real quick that the X app, a.k.a. Twitter, is the number one app in America right now because and I... I don't think it's any accident that this is happening because everybody knows that this interview is dropping between Tucker and Putin. So uh, people want to hear this. Yeah. So if you're watching right now on Facebook, on Kick, on Twitter, on YouTube, we are all going over it right now to rumble.com. We're actually featured on the front page next to Barstool Sports, next to the Jimmy Dore Show. You just have to scroll down a little bit. We are in the suggested picks area next to, of course, a lot of really incredible individuals. Uh, Rubble is doing some really, really cool things, and we definitely want to shout them out. We definitely want to invest more of... Of, of, of time with them, predominantly because of how they're standing up for free speech. Again, the show, totally different, especially when we go over to rumble.com forward slash we are change. Go over there now as, of course, the conversation here ends and gets a lot more interesting, a lot more spicier. Irish jokes, Polish jokes, conversations about what's happening in South Africa. Clint in a dress, walking yeah, down the oh street. Boy. A guy taking a poop in the middle of the street. All that. You're going to see all of that. Plus a lot more all on rumble.com. Go there right now and check out the conversation. Joey, before we go over there, where can people find you and all of the dirty jokes that you say? Uh, Joey B. Tunes, T-O-O-N-Z on YouTube, Instagram, X, Joey B. Versus the World podcast. And hiding in my house <laughs> from society. Yeah, I, I don't blame you, brother. Uh, at Liberty Lockpot on X, if you want to follow me, if you want to su subscribe, I'll follow you back. It's a good way to support my work. LibertyLockdown.locals.com. Liberty Lockdown is the show. I got Dave Smith tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, live. It'll, it'll be right after the Tucker and Putin interview uh, finishes, and we're going to go deep. So do not miss that one. Liberty Lockdown, YouTube, and Rumble. And uh, last but not least, I will be on Tower Gang tonight at 9-11. Do not watch it. Steph. Steph, we are change on Instagram. Steph WRC on X, professional button pusher. 
Irish jokes, Polish jokes coming your way, as well as some more offensive content all here on rumble.com. As of course, I log us out of Twitter. I log us out of YouTube. There's a little bit of a delay here <laughs> as now I highlight a situation of what Clint was doing earlier today, uh, walking down the street. Steph, you got to push the buttons. What are you doing? It's Clint in a dress walking, oh, down, thank God walking, the walking down the street As of course uh, we, we don't have uh, a monitor here But we have incredible videos like this just highlighting the utter decay of our current civilization. That makes sense. Uh, the utter depravity of my lifestyle. And uh, this is the type of high class um, Better there uh, than reporting on the floor. that, uh, of course, we have available to you. As, of course, um, Joey, feel free to, to, to tell us all of your, yeah, you your, your, your Polish jokes. Yeah. You can say racist Good. stuff. You can, you can get How into it. How do you it. sink a Polish battleship? You open the screen door, you put it in water. <laughs> How do you... Uh, you put it in water? <laughs> what do you... <laughs> the screen door one. Is why, like, it's like, it's like, why did Luke cross the street? Because he got his dick stuck in a chicken. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Rumble.com. <laughs> Leave the comedy to me, Joey. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what do you call an Irishman with 300 girlfriends? Conor McGregor? Me. I don't uh, know. An Irish farmer... <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh, an Irish they're... sheep farmer. Because, oh, there we go. There we go. The Rumble's just gonna take us off. Not just, <laughs> none of this is funny. This is horrible. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm literally laughing because it's so unfunny, which is kind of funny. So, uh, now latest breaking clip of what's happening in New York City. Look at this piece of shit. <laughs> this is on Fifth Avenue, Forty Third Street, bro. He just climbed up on that fucking, on the, on the uh, garbage can, pull his pants on, he's taking a shit. Wow. <laughs> this is fucking incredible. Look. Oh, my Dude, God, he's wiping. This is crazy. This city is into some shit, man. Yeah, Joey, give us the latest commentary and breakdown of, of society as there's literally a video in New York City of a guy jumping on a trash can and unloading a massive shit this is in the streets of New York this City. This is why I live in the woods. This is why I stay away. I order my food online. I grow my own crops. I'm not <laughs> I don't need to see this anymore. I'm a very wholesome individual. I think this is uh what's happening in um all over the third world, as of course the United States is is slowly and surely becoming the third world itself. I think we're we're going to be seeing scenes like that very soon, but with people wiping their ass with U.S. dollars, as of course the situation here is not looking good. As these are these are the scenes that are happening on freaking Fifth Avenue. I remember, I, I grew up in in New York City. New York City used to be a different place. New York yeah. City used to be an, an incredible place filled with with so much good, positive, strong energy that either built you up or just absolutely 
absolutely wrecked and destroyed you. Now it's just absolutely wrecking and destroying you. As of course, there, there's 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 shit everywhere. There's trash everywhere. There's graffiti everywhere. There's there's homeless people everywhere. There's migrants everywhere. The the ability for you to pull yourself up by the bull, uh, bootstraps, for you to make something out of yourself in New York City, it's virtually fucking impossible. You're, you're living in little fucking confined small pod-like yeah. spaces. You're having your little VR goggles on your face strapped in right now, trying to escape your fucking reality. But life and its consequences are, are more real than ever. Yeah. Especially in places like New York City that obviously have just gone through the worst forms of government on the face of this earth. The demoralization process is complete. You know, it's funny. I, I, I watch these clips um, once in a while on YouTube, and they've gotten really good at this of... Uh, you've probably seen these, Luke, where it's 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 a, a digitally restored, colorized uh, videos of people around the world in like the 20s and the 1900s, whether it's France, New York City. Yep. And you'd see people dressed as best as they could, whether they were rich or they were poor. And it, it felt like there was like a sense of pride people have when you watch those videos walking around. Even like the buildings, the way the buildings were constructed and it just like everything was like uh, people took pride in the craftsmanship of anything that they made back then, whether it was a radio or, or the building or whatever. I mean, like I got a house phone on my wall from the 1960s that still works, but you can't have your iPhone doesn't last more than 10 years. I mean, it's like there's a just, year even at that a year yep. even. So it, it's almost like, what is there really when you walk around the mall or you walk around the Disney resort? It, it's like, what is there really to be proud of? It, it's not, it, it's not nothing that, that we're surrounded by is is really anything that we produce that is sustainable or even anything to be proud of. It, it's just even like an old clock radio. If you go to like an antique store and you just see that the craftsmanship that's put in the, put into that, it's like no wonder people kind of dressed up. I felt like it was like, and how would we know unless we lived back then? But when you look at these old video clips and you see these people dressed around, it's almost like they had a sense of pride as if like, Look at what we've done, and when you see it in color, it's almost make, it almost makes you feel like you're you're there, and you could see how they their perception of the world like as if it was the modern world. Well, well they also dressed like they respected themselves. They, they yeah. dressed in a way that was um, you know for not just themselves but, but for the general public. You you saw them kind of walking around with this kind of identification of of. of pride yeah. of, of carrying themselves in a yeah. way that, that wasn't filled with just seed oils and just utter hatred for themselves and humanity and everything else around them. Architecture was also really beautiful back then. Yeah. Music was was harmonious and actually resonated with good frequencies that human beings resonated with rather than disharmonious mumble rap trash with fucking people shaking their asses like they're fucking animals. Yeah, and, and, yeah and, they and, do that at Walmart and, too. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the, yeah. The, the, it's, it's a TikTok trend where they yeah. jump on some fucking high level thing and then they fucking break TVs and yeah. then they're like oh look I broke a TV yeah uh, it's like you're, you're being fucking retarded well, and just just 50 years ago or 60 years ago people when they would fly they would they would wear suits right like they would dress up like it was a they were going out in public. It was a big deal. Now, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. I'll fucking wear sweatpants and you know take my shoes off, and I'm like a total bum on there. But it's it's. But we all do that now because it's like what it, look what we're surrounded by. There's almost like a, a there's something refreshing about genuine conversation. There's something refreshing and missing with society where guys like all of us really who are just kind of just saying we used to be just 
common sense back in the day. Now, all of a sudden, it's like that gives us a platform and we get an audience as if we're saying anything that wasn't a common thing yeah. to have been said. That's almost proving how demoralized that we are well, this, now. This is also Clint, the reason Clint takes boner pills and, uh, and then goes through the TSA. I can't move much further away from him. <laughs> revealing this information about this man. None of this is true, but I like, I like the... Uh, I like to think it's not. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, I mean, this is the reason that podcast... Sounds like a guilty laugh. This is the reason that podcasts, yeah, <laughs> podcasts have become so successful is because it's the only medium at which like honest conversations could be had. And he's exactly right. Like, There's nothing really spectacular about what we're saying aside from the fact that we're telling the fucking truth and you can't do that anywhere else. Yeah. It's and wild. then on top of it, you could be labeled an extremist for talking like this. Of course. Wow, for asking for basic, com- basic yeah. family values. It's just what they've done to people to just to tear down their, their senses to actually cause them to buy into that bullshit it's incredible well this this is why the the psychological operations are so important to to point out to people because the cia has really been working hard to uh you know not just disenfranchise but to dishearten us and to make us feel as if everything's hopeless this is why i push back so much against the blackpilling of of the young people in this country is like if you give up, then yeah, truly it all is lost. But I think that's exactly what our our enemies want us to feel yeah. is that there's no hope that we can't possibly. See, now you're but, making but more sense. I'll move that. back it, over. It, to my spot it, it's here. not just that. It's like the destruction of beauty all around us. It's it's not just in entertainment. It's not just in modeling. Uh, I remember I went to a, a Sports Illustrated, uh, you know, a model runway show. And it was just like fat, ugly, disgusting human yeah. beings. And I'm like, where the fuck is everything ugly all around yeah. us? Why is architecture ugly? Why is music ugly? Why is everything, including our food, <laughs> including everything we're surrounded with, just absolutely fucking disgusting? And you mentioned it earlier. I, I, I do believe it's it's a demoralizing kind of effort because if you're able yeah. to demoralize them, if you're able to, to kind of destroy them from, from the outside to within, you're able to easily conquer and, and subjugate them. Oh. This is why a lot of kind of communistic uh, housing was these like huge building blocks that were not creative at all, that were not artistic, that weren't art deco, that were just huge slobs of buildings with people living on top of each other. It's what you see in China. It's what you yeah. see in the old Soviet Union. It's what you see in their kind of proxies as well. And it, and, and I think it's meant to kind of beat you down. It's meant to show you yeah. that you're inferior. You're a subject. You're shitty. You don't matter. Your life doesn't matter. And this is why I, I, I think, you know, I saw some people arguing about architecture before like oh it doesn't matter i think it does matter. it does matter we need to be inspired we need to be inspired by what we what we put out there in the world but you but you know what this is indicative of is a is a population that is not inspired i think that's yeah so it's like it, it's kind of a chicken and the egg right you know it's like i want to have architecture around me that inspires me but there's also the reason the architects are not inspired is kind of the origin of this so uh, but I think I think what Luke was talking about, I, I believe that the architectural style that that was popularized from the the communists was called brutalism. Yeah, brutalist like, architecture. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> it's brutal to live under. Yeah, it's brutal no. to look at. It's brutal to be around. It absolutely kind of rips the human spirit out from you. And but I think you know, from uh, obviously, I have to pivot this back to the libertarian perspective. Is like this is this is all a product of a state that has grown so large that like the the individual, our own entrepreneurial endeavors, our own creative desires, we we're not able to bring them to fruition. Um, and I think that because of that, we become uh, increasingly uh, you know, demotivated. So you're saying songs like this don't inspire you, uh, Clint? Here, I'll play a segment of it. 
Hold on. I think there's some audio issues here with this site being muted. Let me try to unmute it. Hold yeah, on. That I'll might, come back to might it. be a blessing. I, I think it, it will be. Uh, God, God intervening on our behalf. <laughs> yeah. Hold on one second. Freaking thing. Stephanie, say something. Shaggy like a salt pepper sugar. <laughs> Fuck my baby. There head. we go. There we go. Fuck my baby dead. Fuck my baby dead. Fuck my baby dead. I'm a fine ass. I ain't in the house bed. When this artist sells out a stadium, that's when they got to put like the the pest bombing net over the stadium. You know what I mean? It's like we they gather together, you know. Like, they have to fum- fumigate the fucking yeah. place. <laughs> and by and the looks of this video, it does look like this room needed to get fumigated <laughs> after this fat ass. Come bitch. on, let's do something. <laughs> <laughs> we are changed, people. <laughs> Pay for the fumigation yeah. of this put, hospital. Put out of business. Oh. <laughs> how do Rumble.com. I, how, do, how do I respond to that? As she's literally like spreading her asshole yeah. out of the hospital window, shaking it bare and uh, slapping it. And um, this is what I mean earlier is like, who's listening to that other than people just like her, though? And yes, of course, there's impressionable children that might they'll think that that's cool and they might not understand, you know, the gravity of it. But like if you're an adult and you're listening to that, you're you're a degenerate or retarded. Yeah, that usually goes hand in hand. (laughs) That's true. Degenerate retards. Yeah, explain yourself, Clint. Why do you listen to such trash all the time? <laughs> In fairness, I don't. I, I'm a big fan of Kendrick Lamar and a handful of other artists, but for the most part, yeah, modern modern rap. Is but that a good, is, is that a good person? Is, is yeah. Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. Probably not. Does, does he does he actually release good stuff? Or is I think like, I think he's one of the most uh, creative yeah. creative writers I've ever. Well, you know what? Heard. The, you know what really turned me off them because I thought he was like, I, I mean, you know, as a West Coast rapper exactly. i mean i thought i was like i felt like i was back in the 90s again yeah. like he could hang with that old crew the old school crew but you know what really turned me off to him and i i really hate that this happened and i think this was really a low blow for him to do this i don't know if you guys saw this when he had a concert and there's a fan video of this you probably you might have seen this look you can find it on youtube and you know it gets to the point where the crowds you know reciting the lyrics and it gets to a part of the song where you know the n-word is said in the song okay so what happened is everybody's singing it in the crowd and he brings a fan up to this on the stage to perform the song with him. And it's a white girl. And you could tell she's kind of young and she's so into, she can't believe that she's up there. And it gets to the point and she's up there with Kendrick Lamar. Like right. she's in her glory right now. And this is a whole stadium of people. I think it might have been a music festival. And it gets to the point where the n-word comes onto the song during and she says it he cuts the record off 
because she said now he knew that was coming it's almost like a setup and he shamed her yeah, in terrible. front of all that that man like like to me I agree and that's your favorite music artist Clint well, how, how dare you listen what, to him how dare you support I, that I, larger I think degeneracy I, nonsense I think he's one of the better artists out there are today. you still saying and that's this? the better artist out there are you freaking kidding oh, me he's a piece of shit for doing that to her but he's still a fucking incredible artist I'm just telling you the truth I wouldn't disagree with you with that I it's, that's the thing is that I can also separate the artist from from the art the loser yeah. you know what i, I mean, mean so. incredible artist or someone auto-tuned or someone with the big money and industry behind them that that gives them the beats that gives them the lyrics that yeah. tells them what to do i think there's a lot of uh engineering that happens with the music industry that is incredibly influential there's a reason they had uh an entire freaking uh, musicals inside of churches because of the impact it has on the human spirit. So uh, when, when you have degenerate music, when you have music that, of course, isn't harmonious with, with the human system, is, is vibrating at a different frequency that is that is not good with, with human beings, I, I, I think you do kind of play in this sort of kind of black magic as well. And when you use it to kind of put very negative messages out there, why are people surprised that there's negative shit all around them? So yeah. I, I, I do believe, I, I think Ice Cube was talking about this a few weeks ago, where he specifically said that there's a larger conspiracy at play here, specifically when it comes to people in the music industry. Atlas, come over here. Let's go. Couch, what are you doing? He... She hates Sorry. this Good over music here. too. She's, yeah, yeah, I know. That's horrible music, too, right, Atlas? You know. Yeah. Good Quiet. job. Quiet. Hey, catch right now. Thank you. But I, I, I do believe that there definitely is a conspiracy in the music industry. Uh, a lot of singers, a lot, a lot of musicians always talk about selling their soul to the devil. Um, and, and there is an element of that. There is a science. There, science. there, there is a, a kind of channeling moment. There is something to being in front of a huge crowd and all of them are kind of singing your lyrics yeah. when you're in front of thousands and thousands of people. There is something significant there that I think a lot of us don't understand on the conscious level that does play into the larger kind of subjugation of society. Yeah, well, I, I think there's no doubt about that. I mean, if you look at, at what's happened with the new music genres that are very popular, like the, I, I believe I, I looked it up uh, a couple days ago that the number one searched thing on spotify for music was sad sad music like people are fucking mm. sad man mm. so but i made this point on on last night's show it's like well if you take your your infant from say a year year and a half you hand them an ipad and then they get into preschool and then you have this fucking blue-haired marxist that is uh you know responsible for rearing your child and then you have in you know eighth grade or whatever then they start to tell you that virginity doesn't exist and then they start to tell you that capitalism and entrepreneurialism is is the the death of of everything and that that white people are responsible for everything that's ever been bad in society and then you get into college and you have like overt marxists that are programming you and then they also start to tell you that your your sex might be wrong and then you should chop off body parts and then they force feed you or they they offer you up all of this like dispiriting music and then we wonder like oh suicide drug addiction uh right. you know body dysphoria all this fucking stuff is like is skyrocketing out of control it's not an accident this is yeah. decades yeah. this is decades of shit here and then they just call for your genocide like they do in south africa as the local communist political party there that is set to empower themselves in positions of power 
um, literally came out and is this saying dude. this publicly. This, this is, is scary. This is a video that uh, was highlighted by Elon Musk today on Twitter with him saying, quote, the likely future leader of, of South Africa calls for the genocide of the four million whites who live there. Here's um, a portion of this clip that I think is worth watching. Must never be scared to kill a revolution demands that at some point there must be killing because the killing is part of a revolutionary act. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm saying to you, we've not called for the killing of white people, at least for now. I can't That's, guarantee the future. Yeah, but I mean, you'd understand somebody watching that, especially as it gets shared on Twitter, they freak out. Ah, it sounds like a genocidal ah, call. Ah, cry babies. Cry babies. I'm not calling for the slaughter of white people, at least for now. The, I, we, I can't give you a guarantee of the future, especially when things are going the way they are. Subtext. Especially things, if things are going the way they are, there will be a revolution in this country, I can tell you now. We are not calling for the slaughter of white people, at least for now. That means at some future date, we may call for the slaughter of white people. Is that correct? Well, let's deal with that at that future date. I don't know what's going to happen. So you're saying you are not ruling out that in the future you may very well call for the slaughter of white people. It may not be me. Could it be you? It could be me, yes, but it may not be me. Yes, yeah, so it could be you. You could, at some future date, call for the slaughter of white people. Shoot to kill Hamaza! Kill the poor, the farmer. Kill the poor, the farmer. Brr, pa, pa. Fucking hell. And that is what people expect to be the next prime minister of South wow. Africa who is expected to be elected in the next few months, essentially calling for the genocide of a minority in South Africa. And that, of course, is the boar. That, of course, is the white farmer that they literally cheer on the murder of, as there have been a lot of particular incidences of a lot of South Africans using very advanced military tech when it comes to their targeting, assassination, torture, rape, and murder of white farmers all throughout South Africa. Now, a lot of this has already happened in places like Zimbabwe. I remember being in Zimbabwe and uh, a lot of people describing just the, the, the utter horror, just the utter craziness of what happened in that particular country as, of course, they had a very similar situation. They said, white farmers, get the fuck out. They tortured, they killed, they raped, they kicked all of them out. And then the whole country plunged into utter freaking devastation and economic chaos. Then a couple of years later, they're like, hey, white guys, you, want, you guys want to come back here? That's, of course, their, 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 their whole plot, their whole plan when it came to getting rid of the white farmer was devastating for them, their local populations, and absolutely brought them towards a very, very horrible, difficult situation that they still can't get their way out of. It looks like South Africa is going to be repeating this trend, as already there have been a lot of significant attacks on a lot of white farmers that uh, even talking about makes you somehow a racist, which is absolutely fucking crazy. Well, it's the same thing that happened with the Holodomor in Ukraine, right? I mean, this, this is a... a, a trend in Marxist or communist uh, you know, countries that they, they go after the food production supply. They, they always claim that these are the wealthy, that, that they must die. 
And then when they die, the food also dies with them, and then they starve, and then they go, oh, well, you know, now we got to try something else. Well, well, they bring in other people, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to own this farm. And then the the, the, the people that are brought in, uh, the the black Africans, they're like, we don't know what to do here. We're right. not farmers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened in Zimbabwe. And um, it, it, it's fucked. It's absolutely a horrible, horrible situation. I can't, I can't believe that they're even willing to consider voting for someone like this who is literally calling for a genocide. I mean, it's. I always laugh when when I hear people like in cities like L.A. or some of these big American cities where you know they'll have the nerve to you know, like you said, label middle America or the, you know, like the farmers and all that, like they'll find a way racist. It's like, do these people realize that these people provide the food for them in these cities? And it's like, you're trashing the people. You wouldn't even survive without these people. Well, like, how do they think it gets in the grocery store? Yeah, well, they, they don't have any fucking clue as to how it gets there. But the, yeah. the important corollary here is that just as Marxists and communists go after the food supply all the time, you, you really need to be paying attention to the World Economic Forum and the United Nations and the entire SDG, uh, Agenda 2030, Green Agenda shit. They are going after the farmers all over the world. They're mm. trying to go after their fertilizer or any way they can possibly extract that land from them. And and what will be the result of that? The same that it always is. Well, it, will be, uh, yeah. it will be starvation on mass scale. That, that That's also what happened in China under the kind of cultural revolution. Exactly. A lot of the, the landowners were, were kicked out, expelled, tortured, murdered. You look at what's happening with the World Economic Forum in Europe, specifically going after the farmers. You look at all these uh, climate change, green energy policies. Who do they go after? The farmers. Uh, the fucking communists really don't like you having food. They really don't like mm. people not being hungry. And that's a staple of most communist states because they go after the individuals that produce the most for the general public. Yep. And uh, that's and a trend that's absolutely disturbing. That's absolutely fucking terrifying because these motherfuckers, they want you to starve. They want you to eat. All these fat fucking liberals, all these like f blue armpit hair, flip-flop wearing yuppies in cities filled with seed oils, what the fuck are you doing? You're making sure you're not going to have a meal ticket there, buddy. You're making sure that you're going to starve. All that fucking high fructose corn syrup food's not going to be available yeah. for you, especially under a centrally planned, controlled, democratic, liberal, communistic, socialistic agenda that just wants you to fucking starve. Fucking yeah. hell. What is all this stuff with, like, eating bugs now? I mean, I know that they've been kind of trying to, like, you know bring that into the mix but what i i haven't what is what is that is that even it, something that's gonna i think i can answer yeah it, be like found in the grocery store at some point oh it's already in is some. it yeah but the, the the real reason that they're doing it is because they want to get us uh to believe that it's emissions from cattle that it is responsible for climate change so mm. they but, oh, but but once okay. you once you get rid of the cows then, then you ultimately have food shortages. And this is the really important pe uh, part for people to understand. The people that Luke's talking about, the blue-haired yuppies and shit, they're the useful idiots. The mm. people that are actually orchestrating this are not useful idiots. What they perceive is a corrupt system that must be torn down by any means necessary. How do you start a revolution? You starve people. That's that's exactly the end goal. It's not an accident. It's not a, it's not a misunderstanding of economics or anything like that. They want... Chaos. They yeah. want the system to be torn down, and if they starve us, we will tear it down ourselves. Well, the bugs thing, I think, is a uh, humiliation kind of virtual, but but also as a way to get rid of real protein, real nutrients, real uh, sources. Yeah. Of... Tough to fight back if you're only eating bugs, huh? Exactly. If you're an effeminate soy boy, 
uh, literally eating bugs, you're not going to be as well off as a redneck who loves to eat steak all the time. Right. Let's just be honest with ourselves here. Uh, cows, steak, the most amazing, most delicious food on the face of this earth. And these motherfucking evil fucktards want to make sure that you and your children couldn't fucking have it. That's evil. That's absolutely freaking crazy, as, of course, other countries are already implementing this on different scales, as in Australia, a place that has already implemented a lot of the World Economic Forum policies, especially during COVID, especially with their vaccine mandates, especially with their lockdowns, already in a thousand schools are feeding children insects. Yes, you heard this correctly. A thousand Australian schools have already begun the program of giving insects to children to program them to eat the bugs be a good slave as of course there's a lot of other health problems associated with eating bugs not just of course not getting enough protein as well there's a lot of things that do become major issues especially when you have so many people malnutritioned this is this is essentially just like we saw in the matrix they were just kind of eating that kind of slop this is the future that that we're headed into where only the rich only the the, the super connected individuals are able to have that steak are able to have that filet mignon meanwhile you get bugs, Joey. You get yeah. you get slop. You get nothing that, of course, is going to provide you any kind of sustenance or nutrition because if you dare have that, you might be able to stand up for yourself. You might be able to fight back. You might be able to have a family that you actually could stand with or behind or in front of when it comes to defending them against the state. Right, and that's the most powerful tool that we have. That's why we got to keep making babies, guys. And eating real. steaks. Yes. Which are freaking incredible. Lamp chops, too. I'm surprised they haven't gone after uh, the lamp chops. But this, <laughs> this is the exact same thing they did in Russia, though. They, they interfere with the free market, and then you have food shortages, and then you tell them that the reason that there's food shortages is because of these guilty, wealthy farmers, which aren't very wealthy. They're just barely getting by themselves. But then they go and they, they uh, you know, pogrom and they fucking kill them. Then you end up not having enough food. The situation gets worse. Then they say, oh, well, as long as we proceed with the revolution, everything, it, it'll be utopia at the end of the day. It's always a lie. It has always been a lie. It will always be a lie. The only way that you actually feed your family and actually prosper is to have property rights and a free market. Yeah. And this is why they want to end it. What this South African uh, bigot, racist, fucktard is doing is uh, essentially saying the quiet part out loud because his policies are not that different comparatively to the European Union and the World Economic Forum that are implementing very similar policies, <laughs> not as direct, but, but in an indirect way going after farmers as well, yep. cutting Same off thing. Uh, regulations, creating new rules, creating new mandates, creating ways where they're not able to, of course, pay and sustain their larger operations of being able to provide food for their local communities. And uh, this is why one of the biggest solutions that I always keep talking about is specifically going out of your way to support a local farmer. It, it might be difficult in, in, in many ways, but, but I, I think it's worth attempt, attempting. It's worth trying. It's worth doing your best to try to achieve that goal as, of course, I know a lot of farmers all throughout the United States. I'm very happy I, I, I know them. Salt of the earth individuals. Individuals yep. that are not susceptible to the metropolitan propaganda, to, to the metropolitan peer pressures like many people in New York City face. These are independent individuals that are strong, that could stand up for themselves, that could build things, that could repair things that don't fit into the cog of the system of the machine that they want you nicely fitting in like a good little bitch-ass hoe slave. Yep. And those, those yep. people are really what makes this country 
still stand. I mean, like the the independent entrepreneurial type, big families usually armed to the teeth, fucking good old boy types. Like that that is, I think, a, a large driver as to why they have tried to emphasize our racial divide is that they want you to hate these people. These people are not your enemy. They're the only reason that you continue to be able to eat and sit on your laptop all day. Uh, so you ought to have a little bit of respect for him, honestly. Yeah, a lot of these like Uber leftist um, whack jobs literally, literally think their food just comes from the fucking supermarket. No, motherfucker, it gets produced <laughs> yeah. by some real life country folk that predominantly vote Republican, that predominantly vote red, that predominantly are independent of your larger socialistic soy boy ninny bureaucratic fucking <laughs> nanny state. All right. So, uh, shouts out to those individuals, as of course, now we are going to be going to callers, as of course, members of LukeUnfiltered.com get to call in, get to ask us questions. Josh, if you're watching right now, let's put LukeUnfiltered.com into the comment section so people could sign up. You could sign up right now, get into the Telegram channel, ask to call in, and you could ask me Clint, Steph, Joey, whatever questions you want, as of course now we are trying to reach Andrew G, uh, one of the members of LukeUnfiltered.com on the show here. While you get that going, I just want to do a quick tangent about the interview with uh, Chris Martinson. He was talking about how it's not just COVID-19 that was a, a buyer warfare uh, it's also SARS and every other coronavirus over the past 20 years. And he makes a really compelling case that it's statistically impossible for these to have been naturally uh, developing and that it's very probable that we have been dealing with biowarfare for many decades now. So people really need to be aware that this is this game. I couldn't say it on YouTube. This is the reason I saved it for now. Uh, this game is very high level and we are not being told the truth about what's going on. How many boosters did you take, Joey? Are you kidding me? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Um, we're still waiting for Andrew G to uh, connect with us, as of course we might have to go to uh, someone else. We also have um, um, mysuperchat.com from a stinky sock for 20 who said, hey, Luke and Clint, I just got out of class and started streaming. I watched Loose Change for the first time the other day. Deeper down the rabbit hole we go. Love you guys. Work. God bless you two and listen to Tower Gang and Bender. Thank you, Stinky Sock420. As of course, <laughs> we're having a little uh, difficulties reaching our first caller, who of course might not have his settings set up here. As of course, we have another user here who's named Weaponized Autism. Hell yeah, my we're, people. We're, we're just going to go to uh, the Weaponized Autist account and uh, we're going to try to call, um, make sure that we go and call in to him as of course uh, we're facing a lot of uh, you know technical difficulties as you could see the screen kind of spaz out here we're working with uh, whatever equipment we had laying around we're still i think doing an incredible job based on what we uh, have here in studio but we're making it work you guys are a big part of that especially when you guys sign up to lookunfiltered.com and i can't thank you guys enough for supporting us that way and being a part of this independent media organization in a one-on-one -on -one grassroots way I'm also thinking about soon doing uh, in real life meetup in Fort Lauderdale for members of LukeUnfiltered.com. Clint has volunteered to be there. <laughs> He's going to be jumping out of a cake in a bikini. Oh, and I'm very excited. I'm leaving the country. <laughs> Luke, 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 just for the audience at home, Luke just bakes things up all the time and says that I've agreed to it. It's really fun and it's funny, but <laughs> I did not agree to it. I, but that being said, I like the idea. Listen, so. the taser thing you agreed to. Okay, that <laughs> uh, that we have verbal confirmation. Don't scare Atlas. Oh, verbal Lord confirmation. Atlas. 
I, I could have used that at MegaCon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with all the furries. Yeah. All the furries going after you. Yeah, I feel like I I'm getting imagine. a rash from those people. Were, were they <laughs> trying, were, are they all there to fuck? I've always wondered. I don't know, but I talked to the bellhop there who was a fan of mine, and he said, be careful about yeah. these guys. Yeah, we had yeah. some incidences in the hallway. Doesn't the surprise Hyatt, me. I guess. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. All right. We can't get to weaponized autism, so Jesus. we're going to go to Solid Snake here. Um, as of course we all await until we reach the hundred thousand mark. Once we reach the hundred thousand subscriber mark, Clint has agreed. Clint has agreed <laughs> multiple times on camera and has given us official confirmation. He has gotten the doctor's report. He has gotten his heart checked out and has volunteered to be tasered on camera. All you have to do is subscribe right now. We're gaining subscriber numbers like freaking crazy. It's really awesome to see the level of people subscribe to this this channel here and uh i don't know if it's because our content is good or if people just really want to see you tasered clint i don't know which one I it do. is i think i picked a good show to go on I, come on guys we're, let's subscribe we're right now at eighty-five thousand and three hundred followers in the making of this video and again creating an account no, we, we already have another hundred just in the just in the refreshing of this video what do we need we need a hundred thousand i'll just sign up a hundred thousand this makes it this makes it particularly right bittersweet because it, it, it's like i want us to get to 100,000, but it's so clear that our audience just wants to see my heart stop. That's not true. No, we don't want to see your heart stop. We just want to see it flutter. We want to see We want to see you convulse. We want to see you shake. You, we want to see you maybe a little bit of foam. Not too much. Just a little bit of foam. A little bit of, uh, of, 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 of just like shock and fear and pain in your eyes. Just a little bit, Clint. And uh, wow. I think if we just have that, everyone will be satisfied. Such a loving community. And uh, right you now... Bounce back. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I bet, let's I, hope I, I listen, bounce listen, back. Listen, Jesus. listen, you're making too much. everybody hates white people, see? Yeah, listen, you're, Clint, you're, make, you're making too I much. Because I don't want to be tased? No. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, because, Clint, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Listen, I agree. Fuck white people. Listen, listen, Clint. Getting tased is not that big of a deal. I got tased before. But that's because uh, you're a rapist. And, and, and then totally I fell different. down and I got right up. <laughs> it's on video. Uh, wasn't uh, any kind of Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Clinton uh, behavior. Uh, we were shooting a special Disney uh, episode with Tim Pole. And uh, yeah, I got tasered on that, but they never made sure to air that one. All right, we finally got Solid Snake on the line. <laughs> Solid Snake, thank you so much for calling in. It looks like you got the red light activated going off right now. Hope you're doing well. Thank yep. you for calling in. Thank you for becoming a member. Feel free to ask us whatever question you want right now. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a tunnel in New York. That's the red light. But and, uh, speaking about white people, 99% uh, of the people on uh, Epstein's Island was white. I just want to let you guys know. How but, do you know that? Were you there? Were you keeping tally? Luke, were you, Luke, did you have a chart? Luke, you were one of those people, technically. <laughs> but I'm a person of that, color, technically. Oh yeah, you're a Polak. Oh hey, I, and I got a Polish joke if you want to hear it at the end. But I, absolutely, yes. I wanted to take a, a quick jab to you, Clint, because you're a libertarian, and I don't got problem with libertarians for the most part. But sometimes uh, you guys say things that are a little funky, and uh, one of the libertarian issues that uh, a lot of people in the conservative or right leaning side don't like is the fact that you guys are uh, you say the other day open border. You're not necessarily for closing the borders and all that stuff. And I think that, let's say you are a libertarian and you completely agree with that notion that borders should be closed. Well, you have that now under Biden, and we see that 
we see what it does. And so that's just a quick jab. I wanted to take up libertarians on their open border stances that it's not good. And maybe you should, um, you know, as a party, uh, reconsider that notion. Or what do you have to say about that, Clint? We have yeah, what do you got to say right for now? yourself and the libertarian this? open border policies? Well, Solid Snake, if you were here just just two days ago, I was arguing with Martha Bueno that the, the border that policy... That more Mexicans should be allowed into the United States, right? No, I didn't say that. Oh, I said dear. the border oh, policy... That you wanted more children and illegals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the border policy is a disaster. Right, I am not open know. borders. I believe in property rights, and I believe in the will of the American people to decide who they want in and not. So I am not an open borders libertarian, and as far as I know, that's not... Uh, an explicit policy of the Libertarian Party. The, the the reason that it gets misconstrued that way is because we oppose the state, but we would like to see, uh, you know, basically agreements amongst local populations as to what they want in terms of who is allowed in and out. Uh, but in the current paradigm, I think that federal policy. Uh, should be much more stringent when it comes to immigration. I also think that legal immigration ought to be increased while illegal immigration is uh, shut the door. Okay, good good point because there was you did say very briefly though maybe it was a point you said that you said you were an open border guy in that in that uh martha bueno uh whatever uh episode you could say it real quick and I'll, i can go back maybe but okay so I, i'm satisfied with that answer and do you think that um you are majority in that thinking or is is there actually libertarians that say no we, we shouldn't have borders <clears throat> if I if I heard you correctly, it's very low volume on my end, but uh, I believe you asked if if my sentiment is shared by libertarians. Well, uh, the the most prominent libertarian today is Dave Smith uh, of the newest iteration. He's a good friend of mine. Both of us uh, kind of take a, a Rothbardian or a Hoppian approach to immigration policy, and so yes, uh, it's it's certainly. A, a not a, not an unheard of position amongst the libertarian community. Uh, obviously, there are there are many that are still open borders and very staunchly so. But that is not at all the policy that I'll be running on uh, as the VP. All right, well, Solid Snake. Okay. What's your Polish joke? I've been waiting to hear it. All right, it's not my joke. It's a, it's a Norm Macdonald joke. All right, so look. Um, so a guy walks into a storefront and asks the clerk. I want one Polish sausage, please. And the clerk looks at the man and says, oh, are you Polish? And then the customer says, what? Just because I order a Polish sausage means I'm Polish? What if I ordered an Italian sausage? Would that make me Italian? And the clerk says, no, I know you're Polish because this is a hardware store. <laughs> that's actually pretty good <laughs> solid snake thank you so much for uh calling in that was awesome thank you so much for being a member keep enjoying uh, your red light and uh it's awesome to have uh members call in apologies to andrew g who's not able to call in just uh, double check your settings uh and make sure that you guys could uh, take phone calls before calling in as of course we're live a lot of this is unscripted and we never know what we're going to see we're never know what we're going to be asked and it's also it's also an, an awesome kind of part of the show that i think is definitely uh very unpredictable very worthwhile and um it's it's super fun so make sure to take advantage of this especially if you're a member you could be a member for less than eight dollars uh, a month on lukeandfilter.com josh is going to put it in the links in the comment section down below so you guys could uh get to it right away as of course i wanted to talk about the latest article 
by the Epoch Times that I think is worth looking at, as of course this is Zero Hedge, essentially rewriting this article that is titled, mRNA COVID-19 vaccines caused more deaths then saved, peer-reviewed, studied, showed. This is an article by Nevin Artapola and uh, showing specifically how there are, quote, allegedly considerably lower effectiveness rates, mRNA COVID-19 vaccines that are alleged to have caused more deaths than they have saved. This is a new study according to a global moratorium that is being called for this COVID-19 shots that are being called to be immediately removed. As of course, there's still some crazy sociopathic individuals out there that are continuing to take them and of course, continuing to keep their head in the sand. Holy frickin' cow, how delusional, how crazy, how much propagandized do you have to be to take another COVID fucking booster shot? Do you understand this? Because I don't. Well, as long as you get all of your news from Rachel Maddow, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, if you have any critical thinking capacity at all, if you even have eyeballs that function, if you can look around at your friends and family and see, oh, all of the people that I know that got the vaccine, they got COVID. And their outcome was the same because it wasn't a fucking very lethal virus to or begin with. Or they got long COVID. Or they got myocarditis. Or right. they got blood clots. Or would, they died. <laughs> I, was, I was saying best case scenario. Uh, but yeah, it's it's quite obvious. And this, this is why that interview with Chris Martinson is so important for people to fucking watch and, and understand. Is that not only was COVID a bioweapon, but as far as I'm concerned, so was the vaccine. And, and I just... For the life of me, I don't know how we're not actually just fucking absolutely losing our minds that this was mandated. The Biden administration, the current president of the United States, tried to force poison into your children. And, and we're all just like, well, let's talk about the, the latest yeah, fucking yeah. nonsense. And it's like, what's, what's more important than that? And at best, use you as a guinea pig. That's the best case scenario yeah. here. You're a fucking guinea pig. The worst case scenario is the United States government, along with the CIA, working with the Chai Coms, literally fucking created a bioweapon that they let loose on you in order to kill you and depopulate you while taking away all of your freedom and personal liberties away at the same fucking time. Yep. That's what the fuck happened here. And unless there's going to be some kind of justice, some kind of accountability, some kind of holding the feet to the fire, they're going to fucking do it again. Because 100%. why wouldn't they? They got away with it the first time. Why wouldn't they do it again? As, of course, uh, the, the theory that you just mentioned uh, with the vaccine being a, a bioweapon absolutely makes sense. Because if you look at other kind of SARS sicknesses out there, they came and went. COVID didn't go... And, um, People still and, get it today. And, and and didn't go away. Uh, it, it came. It, it's it's still here. A lot of people theorize that it's still here because of the COVID-19 vaccine, well, which was genetically uh, weak in a specific section where the virus now is strong, highlighting a mutation that could have happened, that there could have been, there could have been natural immunity, but the vaccine stopped natural immunity from destroying COVID-19. Right. And we are still dealing with it because of the vaccine, because of this larger intervention. And this is why it hasn't gone away. And there could be many other iterations of it or even additions to other viruses that could come, mutate, work with it, and later down the line, fuck us up even more. Yeah. So the vaccine fucked us up 
not just on, on a small local level with, with people getting heart attacks and, and blood clots, not just with people falling down and dying, but more particularly, the larger continuation of the sickness that for as of right now will never be leaving us. I believe it's never leaving us because of the COVID-19 vaccine. I, I don't disagree with you. And let me also add, Chris Martinson said that they're, they're running these tests about blood occlusion, which is essentially your, like the oxygen uh, saturation within your blood and whether or not you're getting enough oxygen to your brain or to your vital organs. And they said that every single person they've tested Every single one, there's a scale from one to four, four being really, really bad. That's where you start to get these uh, reports about brain fog and shit like that, which is now called long COVID. Well, one, there's still some occlusion. There has been no one tested that doesn't have something between one and four. So that means whether you got COVID, whether you got the vaccine or whether you didn't, that means that the entire human population, our oxygen content and our blood has been decreased over the past three years because of this shit. That is fucking crazy now you add that to the fact of spike proteins and vaccine shedding fucking hell are you freaking yep. kidding me even people who weren't vaccinated were somehow affected by the spike protein especially if they they hooked up they had sex and they got intimate with someone who did yeah. and they're finding very shocking and alarming results with a lot of people who have long covid having very kind of similar symptoms to their immune system just like people with hiv do as of course there's a lot of very same genetic sequencing exactly. in hiv like there is in the covid19 virus and vaccine because yeah. these motherfuckers in that laboratory peter Daszak, echo health alliance dr fauci bill gates China and the CIA were literally weaponizing a bioweapon. And from my opinion, they made it as lethal and as transmissible as they could. And then they released it to the general public on fucking purpose. This yeah. is why the Chinese government said, yeah, we're just going to close domestic flights, but not international ones. Don't worry about that. And of course, the virus fucking spread well, everywhere. It was a bioweapon. And in the very beginning... We didn't know what we were dealing with. That's why uh, Mike Cernovich, Tucker Carlson, and myself included decided to take it seriously and say, hey, we don't know what the fuck we're dealing with. We're probably dealing with a fucking bioweapon. And uh, I, I think those cautionary tales were valuable, very important, and the right decision to make at that particular fucking time. Well, yeah, because we didn't know what the fuck we were dealing with. And, and in hindsight, like we needed to take it seriously, but we needed to take it seriously in a different way. We needed to fucking figure out what the origin was, who was responsible for yep. it, who was funding it, and then you have to fucking put them behind bars for the rest of their and miserable existence. And the CIA intervened and literally paid off their analysts to make sure that they covered up where it came from. And so did Fauci. As, as they engineered social media to destroy people's lives and accounts if they even talked about it. Yep, and, and keep in mind, too, it was only China and uh, some small swaths of India that didn't take the mRNA vaccine. Now ask yourself... If they, if they're well, Africa, uh, uh, Africa didn't. Sorry, of Haiti, the, Haiti didn't. Yeah, of the uh, of the major advanced nations. If I'm you talking look about. at if you look at their death rate, um, it's very low. It's very low. Yep. You look at uh, the the death rate from COVID from places like the United Kingdom, Israel, and uh, other places in the Western world where they the vaccinated a lot. The death rate is fucking high. And it, why and, and isn't the death high. rate? Why isn't the death rate as high? Why is the death rate so low in places that they didn't get fucking vaccinated? So this well, is why I, I keep bringing this issue up. I, I, any fucking chance I get, any opportunity I get, it becomes contentious sometimes, even between uh, people that I consider my friends. But this is a fucking issue that we need to delve deep down the rabbit hole too, because 
it's not fucking over. COVID is still around. People are still getting fucking sick. This is not normal. People are still dying. Hey, just you know, look at the look at the uh, oh, fuck. I forget the name of the term, but the excess mortality rate. It's still elevated, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, after the vaccine rollout, after the safe and effective, after we get to our fucking our herd immunity, all this shit, we're still dying faster than we were before uh, 2020. This is no mistake. And then once you consider the fact that it was a CCP lab uh, being funded by the CIA that produced the the virus itself and then china opts not to use the mrna technology when it comes to the vaccine that should tell you a lot it should tell you a hell of a lot that we were funding it we then take the mrna vaccine the actual origin lab allegedly they don't take it they don't take the mrna because they know it's fucking dangerous and and, and there's been the no vaccine, repercussions the vaccine that all all the you know pfizer executives got and and that they tested was different than the one that they released to the general yep. public. There's different batches correlating with different symptoms for different people all around the fucking world. What the fuck happened here? I don't know. But, Let's move but, on, Luke. We can't talk about this anymore, Luke. No, no, Shut we, the fuck up! Yeah. You know who's going to die faster <laughs> is that guy that's been eating raw chicken for two weeks on TikTok. Have you seen you guys He's, on, about he's on Twitter. It doesn't even matter he, if he's vaccinated. He's eating raw chicken for yeah, real? Yeah, this is oh, real. We're going to have him on the show, by the way. No. Yes. We're, I'm talking to him. I followed him. I'm going to fight This guy's on day 20 of eating raw chicken on social media. What's his diarrhea? And his caption, like? and his caption is eating raw chicken... Uh, because everyone says I'm going to get a tummy ache or, or, or something like that. And literally on camera, he's, he's eating raw chicken. And then I fouled him. I was like, I want to see how long this guy goes. I want to see what happens here because this is a very interesting experiment. He's yeah. eating, he's chugging raw eggs. He follows me, of course. <laughs> he's like, I followed your work for a very long time. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, you inspired me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Matt, come on the show. Explain yourself. Maybe we're, we're missing something. We got to get Clint to eat raw chicken. Clint no. has volunteered. Clint has volunteered to eat raw chicken on the bestpoliticalshow.com. When we Thank get to 100,000, I will eat uh, no, no, an entire a hundred chicken raw. 101,000 subscribers. It's all it takes for Clint to eat raw chicken here on this broadcast with the raw chicken eater on social media. Thank you, Clint, that for volunteering. Like an episode of my show. You're stealing my kind of <laughs> guess. Oh my God, dude. But uh, I'm going to pull this guy up because um, he's he's fascinating, and we've been DMing, and uh, he, he's someone again that we're gonna we're gonna do our best to uh, get on the show here because uh, why the fuck not? But but listen, what he's doing. A lot less risky than the COVID-19 vaccine. Let's just be real. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Joey, I don't know how you feel about what we were just kind of uh, bringing up here, but uh, there's a lot of different things and different segues that we can make to all of this. Some of them is about eating raw chicken, but... I, I, I think we've been fucked with in, in such a way, in, in such a level that is absolutely fucking terrifying. And I really do, do truly believe that we have undergone a larger bioweapon against the people of the world, that we are still going to be dealing with those ramifications many years from now, as there's a possibility that COVID could never go away and potentially even become more fucking sinister and fucked up with a combination of another virus that could uh, uh, essentially yeah. wipe us out as Bill Gates is saying, hey, there's going to be a bigger, there's going to be a crazier one as he's literally fucking smiling yeah. as he was one of the people that helped organize a lot of this. I'm still blown away that we were 
people like us were shamed for having reservations for a vaccine that was rushed. And whereas the data said, and I don't know a lot about it, but common sense tells you that how, how long, you know, did it, does it normally take to develop a they, vaccine? They, like oh, it takes years. It takes years, De- but they, they okay. had the vaccine ready within weeks. Right. So what a, what a gaslighting project to actually be able to convince society that having reservations for that lacks common sense no that no is it, it's having wor- common it's sense. worse than that they wanted you to lose your fucking job if you were yeah, it's insane i mean these people are, are evil be- beyond belief but just just a brief rant about this yeah. this this virus itself was being worked on by ralph barrick at unc chapel hill about a decade ago it was then banned that research the gain-of-function research was banned by the obama administration fauci being the fucking cunt that he is then transfers the work Overseas, a lot of people think that it started to to be put into these Ukrainian bioweapons facilities, which is probably why we're willing to go to the mat to defend those. Um, and then it gets transferred over to uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology and continues to be funded surreptitiously through the EcoHealth, which is almost certainly a fucking CIA cutout. So that's that's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happened. Yeah, I, I think you know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but we got to hold Donald Trump's feet to the fire yes. on this, since he's the one that, that, of course, initiated this larger program and uh, biological war against the people because the COVID nineteen vaccine was a larger, at the best case scenario, human experiment on unsuspecting individuals. The worst case scenario, this is the eugenics plan that makes us sterile, that kills us, that wipes us off and destroys all of humanity. That's the worst case scenario. What's happening here? I don't know. I bet Donald Trump has the answers, but, but Donald Trump caused this with the vaccine. Therefore, this issue needs to be brought up to him. A lot of people are like, no, fuck that. No, let's be fucking real. Let's be fucking honest. Let's have this real conversation. Let's stop denying reality. Let's stop denying truth. And let's stop worshiping politicians. And let's start holding them accountable for fuck's sake. And people, there will be a hundred people in the chat right now that are saying, TDS, TDS, TDS. There's no fucking derangement about this, dude. You're deranged if you don't care that... On the last day of Trump's presidency, he fucking gives a, a, a commendation a medal to Anthony Fauci. Ask yourself why that is. Why the fuck would he do that? If you don't want to know, you don't have any any inquiry, Like that that means that I'm deranged because I'm concerned about that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, that's this, deranged. This mRNA gene-altering fucking technology wrecked havoc on the population of the world. And the people responsible for it should be held accountable they for it. They in kids, at for least, God's sakes. At least in a, in a fucking court of law. Yes. In a, in a judicial fucking proceedings where we get some fucking answers, we get some transparency, we get some fucking documents. We find out what the fuck happened here because we still do not know. And that's a fucking tragedy. Here's the guy eating raw meat. Day 20, <laughs> eating raw chicken every day until I get a tummy ache. Today we are in New York City, the city of rats. What a beautiful place. Yeah, he's eating raw chicken, day 20, and there's a video of him eating raw chicken every single day. He's going to be on the show explaining himself. Is he in good shape? Very shortly. I couldn't see the video. He's, he's, his, um, his Twitter account is at raw meat daddy. This guy sounds um, cool as fuck. I'm not going to lie. And uh, again... I'm not here telling you what to do. Don't, I, don't I, do I, that. I'm I'll not, tell you. I'm, you I'm, can I'm, tell them not to do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, who the fuck knows? Hey, 
What if he's onto something? All right. What if he's, what if he's fucking figured it out? He's right? not. What if he? What if he, he? fucking dialed in. What if he fucking has it? Are you it, sure all right? this wasn't you yeah. in the video? No, no, it no. Sounds, this, no. This is why this dude followed Luke because he's listen, like, yeah, I listen, know Luke will like this. Listen, yeah. listen, listen. Who the fuck knows? All right. I'm not a. Don't fucking listen to me. Do your own homework. Do your own research. Uh, but Trust please, what you, whatever you do. Don't fucking trust Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> if there was, if there was, if if I had a choice, listen and take advice from Dr. Fauci or raw meat daddy. <laughs> raw meat daddies. I'm fucking. I'm going with raw meat daddy. <laughs> I agree. Actually, uh, so that's my own personal take. Joey, this was a pretty fun conversation. If if you're excited about Raw Meat Daddy coming on the bestpoliticalshow.com, subscribe, click the notification button. We're almost at 100K. Once we reach it, you know what happens. <laughs> 101K, Clint eats raw meat, raw chicken on camera. It's going to be fucking incredible. Let's go, Sign people. up for that, plus a lot more. Again, it really, it does mean a lot. You guys just download the Rumble app, or you, you, you download... The, the the TV app, or you just sign up on that account. It really does make a difference when you guys subscribe, click the notification button. We we have nearly a million subscribers on YouTube. What the fuck is that? Uh, let's let's all get on a place that actually respects free speech, stands behind individuals. Sign up to LukeUnfiltered.com. If you like my big mic. Uh, uh, 2024 shirt. Get it on the bestpoliticalshirts.com. Only because of your support is why Atlas gets treats. If it wasn't for your support, she'll get no treats at all. And uh, I'm just here to exploit my dog. I'm kidding. She gets treats no matter what. And this one treat. Yeah. All right. She's gonna get a treat. Joey. Where can people find and support you? Uh, Joey B Tunes. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, X. Joey B Versus the World podcast and. Uh, that's it. Two quick plugs. Uh, most importantly, the... the the Chris Martinson interview on my Rumble channel, Liberty Lockdown. As soon as we end, go watch that. It'll blow your fucking mind. Share it with your friends and family. They're going to have an aneurysm and not because of the vaccine. Most importantly, though, Dave motherfucking Smith. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern, live. Liberty Lockdown, YouTube, Rumble, everywhere else. Steph. Steph, we are changed. <laughs> Atlas, come here. Up here. Wrong way. Where are you going? <laughs> Where, why are you over here? Thank you. Eyes. Oh, cute. Eyes. Hey, no, there's nothing. Okay. Yeah. Look, treats right here. Treats right here. Leave it. Leave it. Hold on. Hold on. Stay. Leave it. Leave it. Good job. Look at that. Look at that. Leave it. Head down, a little bit down. Relax. Hold on. Ready? Eat. Good job. Oh, that's so cool. That deserves a subscription. Subscribe right <laughs> yes. now, motherfucker. Get that taser Rock ready. Chicken coming your way down Clint's <laughs> pipe hole anytime and moment. Love you guys. Stay tuned for more. <laughs>